Thank you for traveling with Amex Platinum. To your right, you'll see Oceanside Relaxation at a fine hotel and resort property. When booked through Amex Travel, you can enjoy complimentary breakfast for 2 and 4 p.m. late checkout. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Winter is coming. Heavy rain, sleet, snow, and ice. Are your tires up for the challenge? Tread confidently in winter's worst with a set of new tires from Tire Rack. They sell only the best, like the full line of hand-cooked tires. Go to TireRack.com slash sports. That's TireRack.com slash sports. Tell them what you drive. Your tires will ship fast and free to you or one of over 10,000 recommended installers. That's TireRack.com, TireRack.com, TireRack.com. The way tire buying should be. What's up? This your boy Lil Duval. And check out my podcast, Conversations with Unc, on the Black Effect Podcast Network. Each and every Tuesday, Conversations with Unc podcast feature casuals and in-depth talk about ebbs and flows of life and the pursuit of happiness. Unlike my work on stage, I tap into a more serious and sensitive side to give life advice and simply offer words of encouragement, yet remind folks to never forget to laugh. Every Tuesday, listen to Conversations with Unc, hosted by Lil Duval on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, or wherever you get your podcasts. Presented by AT&T. Connecting changes everything. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Hey, it's Jonas Knox. Are you tired of endlessly searching for work, applying for jobs, and never hearing back? Job openings vanishing into thin air? What if with just one connection, you could link with dozens of companies that are hiring? What if that connection was a locally owned business ready to help without charging a fee? Express Employment Professionals is your one connection. Go to ExpressPros.com. With endless opportunities, it's time to try something new in your job search. Let Express Employment Professionals help you. Start at ExpressPros.com. You're listening to Fox Sports Radio. Radio. Fox Sports Radio, greetings, welcome inside, happy Friday. Today's Friday. That's right, Bill Belichick. Why are you speaking like the uh, the Jawas? <laughs> or the Hamburglar, I wasn't quite sure what you were going for. Hang there. on, easy, Chewy, easy. You're 190 years old? You look, you look great. Thanks, buddy. The gray beard really does um, does deliver. Uh, we'll break down Solo. Both you and I saw Solo today. I did. Yeah. Uh, n- non-spoiler review of Solo. Sure. Trust me, non. It was a rollicking review. good time. Non- I- I'll say this. I'll say this without spoiling anything. Yeah. You know me. My most the thing I was afraid about the most was Alden Ehrenreich. Was he going to be good as Han Solo? Yeah. The-, the first trailers came out. You were unsure. Then they they. Change the trailers to show you it's a it's a heist movie and there's a lot of other people in an ensemble class. I said, "Wow, I don't I don't know about this guy as Han Solo. This doesn't look good." In the first minute, you forget it's not Harrison Ford. His first line, he's Han Solo, and I was like, "Wow, that is really really impressive." That in in the first line, he actually says, "I I I said he, he's Han Solo," and then you forget about it. And he's Han Solo for the rest of the movie. He just says, "Game seven. Right. Next. <laughs> oh, wait. No, he that's says, me saying that now. He says, trust the process. Next. Well, yeah, I mean, there's the lots of those that you can run through, but certainly uh, a, a fun a fun beginning of summer movie. Yeah. That's it. Not going to change your life. Nope. 
it, but it was fun. It was well done, and he was very good. He was Han Solo. Way to go, Ron Howard. Pretty we'll good. see if we can get you on that next part of the press junket. But uh, tonight, all about. Well, it's about, about one an, thing uh, first. Yeah. About one thing first. Now uh, that we're hearing the Wookiee call. Yeah, no, I want well, everybody to know, because I don't know who did this. But about 20 minutes ago, there was a big scream of, Joey Bats! From the men's room. It was a little frightening. I don't know who Never that was. Never heard of him. I don't um, know who that was. I don't think we have any other Mets fans around here. I know we have a uh, Nationals fan maybe, in the house. Yeah, but there's people who do fantasy baseball. I, someone yelling when. Who the hell picked up Jose Bautista? I don't know. Nobody picked Somebody up. Come on, are you kidding me? Somebody's desperate. Desperation. In a Jose Bautista only fantasy yeah, league. Well, might, might have been. Desperation is a stinky cologne. Uh, but it's over in Cleveland. LeBron James's final game in Cleveland could be, but. Cle- He's going to have at least one more game before that becomes a reality because the Cavaliers beat the Celtics 109-99 in a game that was really decided in the second quarter. My takeaway from this game is exactly what we've told you throughout this series. The Celtics, my Celtics, because I picked them to win. I'm the only one. My Celtics are going to win this series in seven games. We saw exactly what I told you was going to happen. And all through the series, the Celtics are going to take the first two See, games because they're great at home and they stink on the road, and the Cavaliers' support guys stink on the road. See, when I was going to say it was more the NBA. I, I feel like I'm they're, they're perpetuating a fraud against me, that this gets strung out. Hey, are you going to play no, today? Just think, eh, I don't know. I, I gotta, we'll play a quarter, and then we'll see where we're at. <laughs> And but, then out of hell with it. No, but you know what? I, I have a way to actually fix that, which we'll get into coming up later on this hour. I can fix Land the mines. blowouts. I can fix them. Well, that's true. But then you get a car, part of the court where you wouldn't be able to dribble. Oh, well, landmine went off there. So Then maybe uh, you have to have practice to... effective crisp passing. You can, re- you can really press. If, if you're talking about a big portion of the court is, is blown up. But well, just like we told you, when it got back to Cleveland, I said it's going to be tied at 2-2. Because Boston stinks away from home, and the Cavaliers bench players play better at home. Well, yeah, Brad Stevens, super genius, doesn't extend outside Massachusetts. No. It, that, it, that power is like, like a Wi-Fi state. signal. Yeah. As soon as he gets out, outside the, the state line, you, you're down to one bar. He's Iron Man without his costume. You know, you, you got no powers. You got to have, well, gotta have, the, gotta have the armor. you billions of dollars. Yeah, but you got to have the armor, though. Then you're help. Iron Man. But then it's on him all the time, spoiler alert. <laughs> That, that is what? true. Where is my super suit? Why do you need to know? But then it was 2-2, and many people thought, well, this is what's going to happen. Now LeBron's getting – no, the Celtics are going to – I told you, Celtics are going to win game five because the Celtics play good at home and the Cavaliers support players don't. Then it was game six. I told you the same thing again. The Cavaliers are going to win. I said by 20. They wound up winning by 10, but it was a 10-point lead from the middle of the third quarter all the way to the end of the game. The game was that boring and that going through the motions, which we got from both teams. But that's exactly what was going to happen. The Celtics didn't really get off the bus, and as a result, the Cavaliers decided, hey, we don't need to really kill ourselves. We win by 10. LeBron has a huge night, which which we all expected him to, a big night from LeBron James hitting a couple of threes late when it looked like the Celtics might crawl within a couple of points. 46, 11 rebounds, 
nine assists. Well, LeBron, you know, he's also going after his teammates that missed layups yeah. or wide-open jump shots. He's probably just cursing a, a blue streak against J.R. Smith for the number of shots he missed that he set him up for because otherwise he would have said, I had a triple-double. What's for me? <laughs> but when everybody says the same thing, and I mean, I feel like you know, we're telling you everything that's going on. If you've listened to us, you made a lot of money if you're betting. Not that I advocate gambling, even though it's going to be legal soon. Not that I advocate that. Oh, I advocate made a it. lot of money. I'll, I'll be that guy. I'll stand up. Hey, <laughs> bet, 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 bet. Just do it responsibly. But that's how this has gone. And the Celtics will win game seven because they're better at home. And the Celtics players and the, the Cavaliers players don't travel well. Luckily for LeBron tonight, he got 20 out of George Hill, who's not going to score 20 in Boston in Game 7. Got 14 out of Jeff Green, Larry Nance Jr. These guys are great. These are guys that don't show up at all when they play away from home. That's not going to happen. The Celtics played okay. Rozier and Brown both had fantastic games. Jason Tatum was just okay, but it wasn't nearly enough. Yeah, Brown had the huge first quarter, 15 points to, out of, off the jump when they, they had their 25-20 lead after one, and then Rozier was, was your big scorer down the as the game progressed, you know, we had this scary couple of scary moments for the Cavs as well, though. You have Kevin Love, who leaves and did not return. He only played five minutes tonight. Concussion is the protocol that he'll go through, and we'll see about his availability for Monday. And then Larry Nance Jr. on the court rolls into LeBron James, who did one of those great Academy Award-nominated type acting moves of, oh, he got me, <laughs> and down he went, and then before... I don't know, 30 seconds had elapsed. He had the ball in his hand and was driving to the hoop. Yeah, they they, they removed the bullet. Whoa, they, they were whoa, all saying, oh, whoa. What? I don't know. Oh. This is exactly going according to plan. And when... What, the Adam I Silver heard, plan? No, no, Game no, no, seven. Excellent. <laughs> when you hear the old adage, and that, this was trotted out a lot during the series, series doesn't start till someone loses on their home floor. What what have I said the whole time? Not this series. Wow, that series starts not, Monday. Not this yeah. shit, sister. This there no, this year you're going to see someone's going to go home and someone's going to lose because they don't have to win on the road. Nobody has to. The Celtics don't lose at home. When you have home field adva- home court advantage and you don't lose at home, you don't have to win away from home. That's a, the, a loser is going into the fire. <laughs> you know, really big uh, response, though, to all the criticism and, and, well, openly mocking him, as I did, uh, Ty Lue, that he had the guts to play Kyle Korver a full 26 minutes, mm-hmm. even yep. though the counter move that he was so anticipating for Brad Stevens never came. I'm glad that LeBron is trending on Twitter now. People should be ashamed of themselves for not – having him number one after a 44-point game, but now ah, LeBron whatever. stays alive and he has you know a near triple-double and he's got 46, 11, and 9 and three steals. Oh, okay, now LeBron James can trend. I don't know. Mark, Jackson, Mark Jackson is trending. Joey Batts is trending. I, Joey Batts should be trending. Put I love Star Joey Wars Bats, and other films everybody. is t- trending. Drake. Yeah, but still, LeBron is trending above all of them. That, that's fine. I just, it should be. I just thought it was funny that Joey Batts. It Bats, absolutely should that, be. Not Jose Batista, that it's it's Joey, Joey Bats. Bats. Yeah, Joey Bats is trend. You know why? Because I tweeted Joey Bats after he got that at the time. Really, you're the one the Brewers. So you're the guy. Yeah, yeah. you're the guy. For a couple the of times, team. I've actually sure. not not to, you know, I'm the greatest tweeter or anything, but a couple of times I've started stuff that's trended because you, you get that notice from Twitter. You yeah. and this other account started this uh, trending. How big is the other account? Uh, about the same as mine. All right. Yeah, it must have been a slow time. Just, 
figuring yeah. you're trying to pat yourself on the back. Yeah, no, perhaps no, 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 a little no, no. bit too much. No, no, no. It just happened a couple of times. I mean, you so saw no, Solo, so cool. you're feeling smart oh, and oh, snarky and whatever. Solo. Maybe caffeinated because you had a giant Coke. <laughs> Uh, Brad Stevens sitting down to meet the media. You'll hear from him coming up in a few minutes as the Celtics will head back to Boston for Game 7 on Sunday. But first, here is LeBron James's plan. I will give you this because I'm going to give you a LeBron James path to victory and I'm going to give you a Rockets plan to victory without Chris Paul because now we know Chris Paul is out uh, missing at least Game 6 due to the hamstring injury he suffered at the end of Game 5 last night. Here's a LeBron James plan. Here's how they win Game 7. It's a long time now. Got a whole weekend. And certainly LeBron has been in this situation before. You will hear a lot of that. We've been here before. Our guys know what it is to win Game 7. We've been here. We've had our backs to the wall. We've done it. We were down 3-1. We've won big games like this. And you're going to hear a lot of that. Trust me, when LeBron James talks tonight, you're going to hear a lot of that. Game 7, very comfortable, very comfortable. Because he wants it in the Celtics' heads that, okay, yeah, you're at home, but can you really win Game 7? And go to the NBA Finals. There's going to be a lot of pressure on you to do that. Tons of pressure. Can you do it? And get the Celtics a little jittery. Get the Celtics a little thinking about it. Is the pressure going to be too much for them? And are they going to think about it? Are they going to come out tight? Are they going to miss a lot of shots? That's the very big deal. That's going to be the topic when I'm going to watch from now until Sunday, because that's how the Cavaliers win. LeBron's going to come out big, and it's going to be that kind of game. Can the Celtics put all that and really say, you know what, we got to gut it up, we got to win this one, we got to put that big thought out of our minds, we're playing to go to the NBA Finals. Because it's nice to to play now. It's nice to win the first round, the second round, and you're winning games against the, the Cavaliers, and that's great, but you're playing for a spot in the NBA Finals. And that's going to be a lot of pressure for a lot of kids. Trust me, you'll hear LeBron. He will talk all about that tonight. If I'm the Cavaliers, I make that all of my talking he points. He may come out We're in comfortable a, in Game 7. In we a love hooded game seven. cloak like he's a Jedi. <laughs> I mean, since we're talking about the anniversary of the release of A New Hope, why not? Let's, let's run with it. Comes out looking like he's Obi-Wan Kenobi or... Pick your Sith Lord if you want to go down that route. But he doesn't okay. like being the bad guy. No, no, no. Well, who does? So he wouldn't be. Why not? Well... You know, the thing is because you have Embrace to Embrace go... your inner villainy. No, you, you have to Smith, go full come on. bad guy. And he's never going to go full no, bad guy. No, of course not. If you're trying Until to... he has a part ownership of the WWE. Uh, anybody who is caught between being a good guy and a bad guy is never happy. No. Because, oh, yeah, you're tortured. You're a tormented soul. And we wind up talking about your legacy and going, boy, look at that. You never really got what you wanted. No, you got to either be the hero or you got to be the full-on villain. Cool. And he either, never either, wants to be the full-on villain. You come out and you try to do mind tricks. And you have some fun with it. Why not? Gonna do mind trick. You know, you even go like the Schwarzenegger in, in Pumping Iron. On the day of the contest, I will be his father. That kind of thing. Milk is for babies. Well, uh, drink beer. Absolutely. <laughs> Twitter at How About a Fresca at Swollen Dome, the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon live from the Geico Studios. Got Brad Stevens on the way, talking to the media right now. See what he has to say as the Celtics drop game six. My Celtics, because I picked him, going home for game seven, but also. There is a clear path to victory for the Rockets against the Warriors, even if Chris Paul doesn't play. What is it? We'll tell you about it on Fox next. Today's Friday. I am really glad we have a police chase to take my mind off how the bleeping Mets just lost. They suck. Gotta have a police chase. It's Los Angeles heading into a holiday weekend. They're riding through Malibu. 
So, up hey. and on, I mean, we got to get a, a little wider shot so we can see the stay brilliance. Out of, stay out of Malibu, Lebowski. <laughs> That's right. That's right. You need to stay out. Oh, uh, AJ Ramos just walked in the game winning run. Walked the last two guys. You want to go back to the bathroom and yell at that guy oh, that was talking about Joey Bats before? You know, you know, every time, every time. Hashtag Mets, yo. No, put on a movie. Get this, get this off. This is a movie. It's 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 a nightmare. Put the put the police chase on all the television screens. Can't do it. Put them on all the screens. This is my nightmare. Fox Sports Radio, Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon. And the Cavaliers, thanks to LeBron James and his near triple-double performance, 46 points, 11 rebounds, 9 assists. Cavaliers beat the Celtics 109-99. There will be Game 7 on Sunday in Boston. This was a very, I can't say it was completely unentertaining, but it was boring. This was a long game because it was a 10-point lead for the Cavaliers, and that's the way it stayed for the last two and a half quarters. The Celtics would get it down to seven. Then they'd get a hoop. It would be a nine-point lead. Then it would be a 12-point lead. Then it was down to nine. Then it was 11-point lead. And that's the way it stayed. LeBron James hit a couple of big threes in the final couple minutes. Jason Tatum deciding, I'm not going to get out on LeBron, even though you know LeBron likes to look pretty. He likes to take that jump. If he's got the ball behind the three-point line and he's just dribbling, dribbling, you know he's going to take a three. And Jason Tatum still stayed too far away from him, let LeBron make two big threes, and that was the game the Cavaliers win. It's another 10-point blowout, a game that wasn't that interesting, and now we have had 54 of the 74 playoff games in the playoffs be decided by seven or more points, which is a three-possession game. All right, you're talking about 20 out of 74 games were, quote, close. And these aren't even nail-biters. I'm just saying these are games that were, well – at least down the stretch, you were interested in how it came out. No, that's just it. And even in this game, it, it hung around that 10-point margin, right, for the entirety of the second half, really. I mean, way, there was a bit of a run where the Cavaliers started to blow it out to about a 16, 18-point bulge. But then it got back into that 10, 12, down to 8 range and kind of stayed there. So given the fact that LeBron James had really not set down for more than 30 seconds, at any point, that perhaps his band of merriment would let him down, and all of a sudden we'd have some interest and intrigue. Instead, it stayed in that that range the the rest of the way, and his heroics once again, the big numbers. Uh, I'm sure someone will ask him if he was tired, just like they did the other. Oh, say I'm exhausted. Yeah, but I'm ready for Sunday. But did you see me? Trust did me. Did you see me? I was one assist shy of a triple double. <laughs> it's all going to be about pushing it forward to Game Seven. And all right, let, let, let's do this right now. This will be fun. Let's bet right now, you and I. Yeah, let's go. You and I will take turns talking, saying one thing LeBron will say in the postgame presser. Whoever gets one right, you get a dollar from the other person. So you go first. What What's one thing LeBron is going to say in the postgame? I think he'll first. Frostburg's uh, going to keep track of this. He's going to talk about the uh, the intensity that his that that Hill brought, that Nance brought. Maybe not by name. So intensity by the other. No, by, he'll, no, he'll definitely name the guys. You think he'll name check he, these guys? Because if he doesn't name the guys, it means they didn't play well and he hates them. Oh, so he's got, yeah, he's got to name. Okay, the guys. so he'll name check the the secondary All players. Right, let, let, let me out. jot that down. So name check. I right, write that down. That's yours. Name checking secondary players. Uh, I will. I will say. 
He will give you part, if not all, of his stat line. I can see that. He'll give it, he'll give it back. Whether good. it's asked, he will, he will give you part or all of his stat line tonight. All right, Frostberg, you want to get in on this? Go yeah, ahead. absolutely. Go ahead. What do you got? The Lakers. <laughs> <laughs> Let's see. He'll um... uh, LeBron, is Jim Gray at a boys and girls club somewhere in downtown Los Angeles right now? Is that happening or no? Is it No, that's not it? Okay. All right, great. Thanks. I think we'll get uh, right, a lot your, of talk about one? the injury. And what he felt in those in those couple of minutes, and, uh, okay. and trying to get yeah, loose but that's but that's general. No, no, you got to give me something specific. Something you can't more just say uh, not a topic. You okay. got to give me specific. Like he's going to name check the guys who played yeah, okay. well. Okay, he gives fine. you his stat line in in the thing. You got to go more specific. The Lakers would be great if someone. No, said that them. would be great. Yeah. Frostburg would win if they said the Lakers. I'd give uh, that hand to down. Him. Yeah, you got to concede. Uh, what, what do you think about? The, are, are you agree with the Lakers working out Leangelo Ball? <laughs> Are you okay with that, LeBron, or, or no? Is that not going to happen? I think Jalen Brown reference. He will he'll, make a Jalen Brown He'll talk about Jalen Brown. Like, he'll be asked about matching intensities and all those kind of things, and then he'll talk about the first quarter that Brown had. All right, that, so that, that, that motivated quarter, him. First quarter like that Jalen Brown had. All right, yeah. that's your next one. Yeah. Okay. I, I will say, because I've, I've been saying this since the beginning of the show, he will talk about how comfortable they are in Game 7s. The Game 7s, we've been here before. Oh, we sure. know how to do it. We know how to win Game 7. That's a big general topic, All right. though. Frostburg, you got another one? Uh, the Lakers. The Lakers. <laughs> the, um, the police chase that's currently going through Topanga Canyon Boulevard. All right. I'll give you one more. You want one more? Go Go ahead. Ahead. Take one more. No, you're up. You're oh, up. I'm you're on your last one. Yeah. Um, the toughness of Kevin Love and how important he'll be. In game seven. Ooh. See, but Love is hurt. Yeah. You know, and that's one thing we got to get it. into. Kevin Love left the game with an injury and uh, did not come back. And now his status for game seven at least is up in the air. Not quite met with the whole, oh, my God, Chris Paul is hurt like it was last night. Like Kevin Love getting hurt and missing the game tonight is like story number 75. In this game, no, it's like sure. all the things you're talking about, nah, nah, nah. and then oh, and Kevin Love only played five minutes. Oh, hey, by the Brad way. Stevens, why are you not a genius outside of Massachusetts? I'll take that one. I'll hang up and take it off the air. <laughs> up and take it off the air. Uh, I'm I'll put the say- microphone back and and hear it in the hallway. Here's my last one. Here's right. my last one. I'm gonna say he will say I'm not a one man team. It's not just me. Well, he used the one-man army. I'm not a one-man army. I'm not a one-man team. I'm not a one-man show. He will say one of those things in his post-game press conference. And, again, he's not talking right now. I'm watching Kenny Rhoda, who's going to join us coming up on the show after the press conferences are over. Mr. Cleveland, he's going to talk to us. He Kenny likes Rhoda, the striped, uh, striped shirt. He is asking questions of Ty Lu right now, so you hear from Ty Lu as go. well. Uh, so that's what's up. LeBron James, is not usually he takes a little bit of time. Before LeBron comes and speaks, so you'll well hear now he's got to get treatment today too. I mean, cause yeah, he does. When when Larry Nance Jr. rolled up into his leg, I mean, right. it was a scary moment, and the world stopped. In our, we were prepping for the show and watching the game and listening to the commentary and firing things back and forth at each other. And when LeBron James hit the deck, our TV went blank. Yeah, that it was, was like ABC didn't want to, and ESPN <laughs> didn't want to show us. What was going was on? Surprised. What happened to LeBron James? <laughs> Why are they covering it out? Why did it go dark all of a sudden? Zero Who didn't pay our bill? Zero well, lots of questions were going on, but it took like 15 minutes for that TV to reboot. So that was kind of a problem. Yeah, it was very Sopranos-esque. 
Yeah. Did, wait, did you just say reboot? I, I, you if said, I may have. You reboot something. You said, I knew what I you meant. You said reboot. Reboot. <laughs> I was out and reboot. <laughs> you really said reboot? I went Canadian. Did <laughs> not give the full <laughs> reboot or rewind. You know, I'd like to see that Bob and Doug McKenzie, the reboot of it. If they would, you know, bring them back. You know, I because I saw that with my coach when I was in that organization, <laughs> hey. and uh, that reboot was pretty. You keep good. it up, I'm going to scissor kick you in the back of the head. I drink my oat sodas out of a reboot. <laughs> I put on my pair of reboots this morning to walk outside in the snow. You said reboot. Laugh it up, fuzzball. It was a reboot. That's okay. I didn't know what you meant when you said, I'm like, what are you talking Oh, you meant you knew reboot. Exa- you knew exactly what I was saying. <laughs> you meant reboot. You said reboot. I may have said it purposely. Reboot. Reboot. I don't hey, know. we got a minute and a half of comedy. I don't, I don't, I don't know what this is all reboot. Do you? TJ, I, I don't know. It's reboot. I don't know. I amuse myself You're so much. So sometimes. entertained. Eight seven seven ninety nine on Fox Twitter at How About a Fresca. Mike at Swollen Reboot. Uh, don't forget if you miss any of the show, you can download the Best of Podcast. It goes up right after the show is over on iTunes, Google Play, FoxSportsRadio.com. Use the iHeartRadio app. iTunes, Google Play, FoxSportsRadio.com, iHeartRadio app. You can listen to the whole show, parts of it, whatever you want. Rate us, give us five stars. We'll love you forever and ever and ever. Coming up, we're going to be live from Cleveland for Game 6 Reaction. We got Brad Stevens on the way. Going to tell you how the Rockets' path to victory without Chris Paul is not an impossible one. Got all of that coming up. But right now, a guy that nothing is impossible for. Thank you. Because anything he can't do, he just doesn't try. (laughs) It's Tom Looney. It's one of the ways you do that. With what's trending, Mr. Looney. Uh, Newsflash. That LeBron James is pretty good. Three on the way. Oh, he did it again. LeBron James, who has played all but 57 seconds of the game, now has 44 points, 11 rebounds, 9 assists. John Michael with the call from WMMS Cleveland. LeBron ended up with 46, and Cleveland gave Boston some Cavalier attitude. 109.99. Two of the greatest words in sports. Game Seven Sunday night in Boston. Oh, and Cavs star Kevin Love bumped his head earlier in the first quarter and had to leave the game. We never saw him after that. To Major League Baseball, a caboodle of night baseball games have gone final. Pirates cut the cards eight to one. Yankees clip the Angels two to one. Tigers folded the White Sox five four. Orioles bedeviled the Rays two nothing. Nationals worked the Marlins nine to five. Astros Boone swoggled the Indians eleven two. Rangers crowned the Royals 8-4. Brewers walked off the Mets 4-3. Rockies Balboa the Reds 5-4. Blue Jays punks tonnied the Phils 6-5 for games in progress. Check out FoxSports.com. And now, two guys will break down game six, shake it and bake it, sauce it and toss it, slice it and dice it. Jason Smith and Mike Harmon on Fox Sports Radio. Thank you, Mr. Looney. Sure. Live from the Geico Studios, call 1-800-947-AUTO. Find out how much you could save on auto insurance. And we are going to see a Game 7 as we watch an LAPD pursuit on the TV in front of us alongside yeah, Ty Lu answering questions. Joining us now on the hotline for reaction, 15 years in the NBA, now Fox Sports NBA analyst. Check him out if you haven't yet on Chris Broussard's In the Zone podcast 
The stories he told are just absolutely off the hook. Again, check it out, Chris Broussard's Twitter page as well. He is Olden Pollen. He's Olden. What's happening, dude? I'm good. How you guys doing? Dude, I'm good. We got Game 7 on Sunday. It's exciting. Oh, were you surprised? Of course not. <laughs> the home teams play well. The visiting teams don't. That's Every, how this Everybody gets is. paid a lot more money if we keep going deeper into series. Exactly. This is perfect. It's what Adam Silver wants. So it's a beautiful thing for the for the NBA to have one game seven. And they're gonna have a you know, they're gonna have two game sevens actually, so <laughs> well, yeah, I don't even think the Rockets should even fly to, to Golden State for, for this game. Really? They're going to show up, and it's going to be just like this game. It's going to be even worse. It'll be like a, it'll be a 40-point loss. They won't even get off the plane. They'll say, we're going to go through the motions. We're not going to kill ourselves and expend all kinds of energy because we're going to go back and go Game 7 at home, hope Chris Paul is back, or hope we can do it at home. It's gonna be, Game 6 will be very unexciting. If they lose, that would be the most shocking result in the NBA that I've seen in quite some time. Well, I don't think it's going to be too shocking because without Chris Paul, they do struggle. And it's unfortunate for Chris, but at the same time, I mean, we've, we've seen this movie before. And it's just, I don't know what it is about him. It's like, you know, how can you be that snake bit <laughs> to where no matter how great things are going, you know, you change teams, you, you know, one game away, one win away from being in the, in the finals, and you pull your hamstring, and it looked really bad. So they're saying that you know, it's, you know, he's doubtful, or he's out for game six, and he might come back for game seven. But I don't think he's going to come back. And even if he does, I don't think he'll be too effective. Well, that becomes the question if we stay in that series for a moment. I mean, you got lightning in the bottle. Even though James Harden wasn't shooting well, you got the extra bonus uh, points from Gordon and P.J. Tucker. The question is, can you rely on them to have the hot shooting, especially with the way Harden's outside shot's been struggling? Oh, they're going to have to rely on those guys. And I think Eric Gordon has done an incredible job. They don't win any of those games without Eric Gordon. But at the same time, the Warriors have not played well. For some reason, I don't know what it is about this series. I don't know if Houston punked them at some point in time. There's just something that's off. I understand Iguodala's out, but should he make that big of a difference with this team with four All-Stars? And, I mean, Andre's not part of the All-Star crew, so I just don't get it with them. But Houston's going to have to bring an A game. All those guys are going to have to play well. But I definitely see, you know, two game sevens coming up. And, you know, anything can happen in a game seven. You know, Olden, one thing, you know, take us inside with this, is that we've seen now in the playoffs 54 of the 74 games have been, quote, blowouts, games that aren't close at the end. It's, it, the momentum swings from one game to the next. What is it? Is it is it just teams that decide, okay, we've won our one game on the road here, so we're happy, Is we're not going to go crazy and, like I said, expend a lot of energy? Why, why do we see so many blowouts in these games? Uh, that's a very good question, and I, I don't know the answer right now. But one thing I can say is this. You do make a very good point. Sometimes you do get a little lackadaisical because you got the one win. I think the Warriors fell into that trap. The Warriors became the Rockets, and the Rockets became the Warriors, you know, after that one, that first game. Even though the Warriors won at home, I just don't think they've been playing well enough. And so it's not just them. It's everybody that's been playing in the series. They, they tend to just like say, you know what? We got one. Or oh, when a team get ahead, they just kind of like give up. 
you know, I, I'm a firm believer. You keep fighting until the end. If you can't do that, then you shouldn't be playing. Our teammate Chris Mannix, uh, you hear him on Sundays, he just tweeted out J.R. Smith walking with a noticeable limp leaving the locker room at one point. He hit the ground hard. Uh, we're, we're talking with Olden Polonese, Jason Smith Show, with Mike Harmon here from the Geico Fox Sports Radio Studios. Olden, 15 years in the league. You can follow him on Twitter at Olden Polonese, the number one. Olden Polonese, one on Twitter for his insights uh, and analysis on the games. So the, going back to the, the game tonight, Kevin Love leaves. You get a big barrage from Jalen Brown early, and then it becomes the LeBron James show. After game five, where it was he's fatigued, he's tired, Tonight he doesn't get to even sit down to have a sip of water. <laughs> Let me tell you something. He is about as diva as it comes. <laughs> <laughs> so to me, okay, he, I thought he blew it in ATL. When Larry Nance ran into him or fell into him, I honestly thought he blew out his ACL from his reaction. Then they inbounds the ball, and he's driving to the basket. I'm like, he's oh, a on. cyborg, Olden. I'm telling you about that, and he's he's ready they for his Hollywood. Cut, they cut that out. He's got to cut that out. I literally thought he blew out his ACL. I was like, oh my god, it's over. How can that be? But he's he, he's LeBron. I mean, I'm not really surprised by that. I just don't need the theatrics of it all. You know, he is a, a physical specimen unlike anything we've ever seen before. I get that, and I give him that, and he's a hell of a player. I'm never going to knock him for that. But you know what? The theatrics, you can hold on to him. But, I mean, I called Cleveland winning, you know, going to the finals, and I'm still sticking with it, even though Boston's been playing well. And this is where we're going to see what Boston is made of. This game right here, okay? You, You have home court advantage. You've been playing really well. This team, LeBron and the Cavaliers, they're not really supposed to even be there right now. And so it's going to be interesting seeing how Boston comes out at home. You know, to me, Al Hawford has been the deciding factor in all these games. He plays well, Boston wins. He doesn't play well, Boston loses. And it's going to have to come down to him. All right, Ole, let, let, let's finish up here. Who was the guy that you played against that drove you the craziest with theatrics, with getting <laughs> injured, where you were like, come on, man, just get up and go play? Just get up and go play. In my era, we had a bunch of those guys. <laughs> you can find that in his new book. Golden Polities tells it all. We had a guy that carried his own uh, his own crutches. Nice. <laughs> Wait, what? Wait. He carried. He owned a pair of crutches. Well, I have a pair in my in my basement. Yeah, but you don't from carry the, it around with well, you. Well, once though. in a while, I mean, they're custom made, custom paid, custom he fitted. He had his own crutches. Hey, he had his own crutches, and he used them based on who we were playing. If we were playing Carl Malone, Charles Barkley, the crutches came out. Wait, wait, wait. <laughs> well, wait. he had to make sure you knew that Carl Malone beat the hell out of him. Wait, wait was it Stanley Roberts? Old and tell you got to tell us who it is. What's that? Was it Stanley Roberts? You got to tell us who it no, is. No, it wasn't Stanley Roberts. It was my buddy, the late Wayman Tisdale. Oh, I love wow. Wayman. He's a hell of a player, but he did have his own personal crutches. Wow, they would can't even come out depending on the teams you were playing against. Oh yeah, he, there, was, there were certain players he did not want to did not want to go up against. Wow, that's wow, well, that's I'm travel. I got my own travel crutches. Like, what do you got? I got my <laughs> I got my suit. I got all my workout stuff. Make sure you got my crutches. He's got an extra bag. Out. What's he doing? Well, he's a content creator. <laughs> Which he was. He would have had a guitar <laughs> or, or a, yeah, over the top, Some too, kind of well, jazz right? instruments, too. Yeah. Well, I traveled with his own crutches. How about that? That's pretty sweet. 
Uh, you can follow Olden on Twitter, and trust me, there is nobody better to tell you stories about guys playing in the NBA than Olden Polonese on Twitter, at Olden Polonese 1. That is at Olden Polonese 1, 15 years in the NBA, Fox Sports and Fox Sports Radio NBA analyst. Olden, I'm going to tell that story all weekend long, my friend. All, all right. weekend Thank long, I'm going to tell that. You got it, buddy. See you, buddy. Have a great one. All right, there goes That's Olden. awesome. That's a great story. Wayman Tisdale, too. Oh, my God. That's it. Traveled with his own crutches. It's not a bad move, though. Ooh, what do we got? Oh, we're in Utah. I mean, let me pull the crutches. Well, but out of think here. about it. If you're at the the back end of the first decade in the NBA, you've been beaten up a bit. Maybe maybe you just want to make sure you're ready because after going at it in the paint with with Carl Malone for a full night, you're going to be sore. We got Ty Lue. We got Brad Stevens coming up as we break down the aftermath of Game Six: the Celtics and the Cavs. Going to Game 7. That's coming up next right here, Fox Sports Radio. Progressive's new Home Quote Explorer makes it easier to protect what you love. Just go online, compare quotes, and choose what's right for you. Progressive.com is your home for all things home insurance. Oh, yeah, we're grooving on a Friday. Oh, yeah, baby. Get into that holiday weekend. People get ready to go see Solo. LeBron. Near triple-double, they win going away. What I expected now, I can enjoy the weekend. Relax. Grooving now. Well, now you're grooving into a game six of the Western Conference Finals. Everything doesn't have to be like like Mean Gene Okerlund. Everything doesn't have to be the Colin, if you want. It doesn't. Although I did, I did see Mean Gene in a new commercial. Well, he's with Kevin Hart. And yeah. He stole our entire bit. <laughs> well, you know me, Gene. <laughs> How many do you, how many times do you think he's walking down the street and someone just walks up to him and yells, Well, you know Mean Gene? And they go, Yes, yes, thank you. Why he probably doesn't walk down the street me. anymore. Thank you very much. Just leave yes. me alone. I bet you that's what people do. They Maybe he's like thing. Michael Buffer. If you say that at him, you gotta pay him. How about that for a commercial for Fox? Oh, by the way, uh patent pending, I get three percent of this. You know, now that Fox has SmackDown, it's just a day with Mean Gene Okerlund. And like Mean Gene is doing all these things, like he's he's in, in in a restaurant eating, and someone walks up and says, "When I was hanging and banging in the gym, and I got five pounds on the squat rack." Yeah, yeah. Goes into the dry cleaners this is and border, people are saying borderline things. legends house, which they've yeah. already done and he's been part of. But why not? Like, it's just a day in the life of Mean, and it's just people doing that all. We the do time. that all the time with yeah. other legends. Yeah. There's a day in the life of the Iron Sheik. Uh huh. Here he is cursing out everybody. Iran number one. Uh, then but, a guy parallel parks successfully and he says you're the legend the cream rises to the top mean gene <laughs> you reboot 877.99 on fox i'm not gonna get over you saying reboot it, it was, was pretty like good wasn't it minutes for that tv to reboot <laughs> i could just listen to that on a loop i don't it even took like 15 minutes for that tv to reboot it sounded good too didn't it reboot reboot it was gonna reboot i was on a roll it was out and reboot <laughs> Uh, but let's hear from a little bit of Brad Stevens. Celtics lose tonight, 109-99, a game that was decided midway through the second quarter. The Cavs had a 10-point bulge. They kept it at 10 points pretty much for the rest of the game. But now the Celtics get a chance to go back home and win the Eastern Conference Final, get to the NBA Finals with a Game 7 victory. Let's hear from a guy who's a genius, but only within the confines of his home state. You guys have been here before, last year, this year again with Game 7s. What's a Game 7 all about? Got to get ready to play. Got to get ready to play at a high level, just like every other game. Um, and then, you know, it's it's uh, win or go home. So it'll be, you know, it's an absolute blast to prepare for as a coach and play in as a player. It'll be a heck of a challenge playing a really good team with, uh, 
you know, obviously um, tremendous um, individual player um, and who put on a tremendous show tonight. Brad, you got Chris managed at the Yahoo. You got the quarter that you wanted in that first quarter, had a yeah. five-point lead. Where did it get away from you? In I that thought second our quarter? second quarter, um, we missed some opportunities, but I thought all, we also just got lax a little bit offensively. When we get lax offensively, we open up transition opportunities for them, and that's a problem. Um, and then, and then again, LeBron, I thought, um, lowered his head and drove the ball at that time. And, um, you know, we did a pretty good job towards the end of that quarter on him but he had already made a few layups, and then he gets to feeling good and hits those tougher shots. Um, I was proud of the way that we fought back, had a chance there um, to cut it to four on a shot. Um, it didn't quite go down, but um, this group's resilient. We'll be ready to go on Sunday. Dave McBenham and ESPN. Um, Brad, before the series began, I asked you about having LeBron in your path year after year, three out of the last four years, and you said it's really – Cavs versus Celtics, I don't look at it that way. But when he does something like he does tonight, 46 minutes, and then the numbers, does that ever come into your mind that, well, I'm really, this is a, a different type of animal that I'm coaching against? Does that ever come into our minds? Like, yeah. Well, <laughs> every time we watch, um, every time you're standing out there, every time you watch him on film, I mean, best player in the game. So um, special night tonight and special night in game four. Um, you know, yeah, I can't, I, I can't say enough good things about him. Right, it's almost like he was, he's honoring LeBron James. Like, Hey, uh, yeah, the Fox ESPN walks up and Hey, we're doing a story on LeBron James. How great a player he is, Brad. Can we, can we get a comment from you so we can put it in the story and then put it on television? No, that's yeah, absolutely sure, right. You know, hey, LeBron's the best player in the game. He just did great for us tonight. And all, look, Brad Stevens knew they were going to lose this game. The entire world knew they were going to lose this game because they just don't play well away from home. And what we talked about with Olden Polonies, he said, look, I don't know why guys do it. Because I asked, I said, Olden, you were in the league 15 years. Why do teams just not show up for games? He goes, I don't know. I don't know, but I see it all the time. They want to, whether it's saving energy or something else, they just don't show up and they feel like we've done enough and the game we really have to to." Get loose again is the game after this one because that's exactly what the Celtics – we told you the Celtics weren't going to get off the plane for this one, and they just kind of meandered their way through. They could have made a late run because, this, because the Cavaliers never ran away from them, right. but they still even couldn't muster anything. No, couldn't, couldn't get that sequencing down, missed shots, missed layup opportunities, uh, some sloppiness in the paint as well. I, I, I applaud the referees. I like the fact that they didn't start blowing whistles time and again and let, let guys you know, battle a bit as that went on. So so you saw that, couldn't break through. But certainly as we've watched this entire playoffs uh, in every one of the series, there's so many games that just seemed like midway through the first quarter they become give-ups, which is just, it's insulting to, to yeah. the viewing public to watch. It's like, all right, where's the 40? Why wouldn't you want to finish the job? Right, that's the thing. You wore your home whites. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You wore the home whites in Cleveland. And then after Jalen Brown's first quarter, you just kind of meandered through. I'm coughing. You have to talk. Oh, I thought I was going to reboot. You have to talk. I'm going to reboot things <laughs> next here on Fox Sports Radio. <laughs> to talk. Hour two of the Jason Smith Show with my best friend, Mike Harmon. Oh. Who is ready to reboot franchises right and left. You know, I'll see you in hell. <laughs> uh, LeBron James getting set to sit down, talk to the media. We'll hear from him. Coming up in a few minutes, another huge night oh, by me? LeBron. 
46 points, 11 rebounds, 9 assists, 3 steals. Does it all, and I mean he does it all. Cavaliers beat the Celtics 109-99. Eastern Conference Finals even at three games apiece. We got Game 7 on Sunday, and maybe the Cavaliers will be playing without Kevin Love. Love, who left the game after just five minutes tonight, having to go through concussion protocol after collision with Jason Tatum. Uh, He was just quoted as saying, I'm a toss-up for Game 7 on Sunday. Still, obviously, a lot of things he has to clear and pass in concussion protocol. Let's see. LeBron gets hit, comes back, and says, I'm I'm back. I'm good. I'm ready. Yeah, I'm all good back. But Kevin Love has, I got to pass this, 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 and then there's this, and I got to go past this, and I got to go past it. I'm all right. I'm a football player. Just interesting how LeBron, you know, gets hit in the head and the other – No, and he's back. I'm back. No, I'm back. Now, again, you know, earlier tonight, as Larry Nance Jr. almost took out his leg, a lot of questions of – you know, whether you were going to have an MCL or, or worse uh, for LeBron James. And it took all of 30 seconds before he was able to shake it off. It's like Wolverine getting shot and they able to squeeze the bullets out. Or Arnold Schwarzenegger in uh, the Terminator and all of a sudden his injuries are all healed. That's the question with LeBron. Is he truly a cyborg? 877-99 on Fox. Oh, hot the take. number. Is he part hot of take, a hot giant government plan? Go, but we, we watched this game. I, I think the best tweet coming out, it, Kevin Love is all interesting and everything. But George Hill, uh, according to Fred Greetham, who, who works uh, in, for the, well, in Cleveland, W-K-A-K-R, he says George Hill said he's got to find a Chipotle in Boston because he's had a barbacoa taco with guacamole before each game in Cleveland. Ah. Uh, and, and he scored uh, a combined 36 points, or I'm sorry, 46 points in the three games uh, in Cleveland, a combined 15 points in Boston. So he's got to figure out that that formula. Either that or someone's got to get on a plane with uh, some fresh tacos day of game. <laughs> See, usually when you talk about free taco, you know, fresh tacos yeah. in the NBA, you think, oh, someone scored under 100. Under 100 someone points, 100, yeah. What happened? No, it's a completely di- a different kind of taco story is what you had that? right there. Uh, but before we hear LeBron and we go over our bet again, you know, we, made, we made a big bet on LeBron's post-game press conference. Tonight was another blowout game. It wasn't, I, I can't say, it wasn't a 40-point game where you turned it off in the second quarter. But, but you were uninspired. It like, was, there was, it was no, a very, no sizzle to No, it. because the Cavaliers and the Celtics did a dance for the last two and a half quarters. The Cavaliers got out to a 12- to 15-point lead in the second quarter. The Celtics never really made a run, and that's what we saw for the third quarter. It's what we saw for the fourth quarter, a game where the outcome was decided because teams decide, hey, we really don't need to have our gas tank sit on empty because we go all kinds of crazy trying to win a game on the road in game six. We're most likely not going to win. And we've seen it all throughout the playoffs. We saw it in both these series. Every time a team is playing on the road, we see them. They don't show up. The Warriors decided, hey, we'll take our foot off the gas because we got game one in Houston. That's fine. And now they're staring at a 3-2 deficit, albeit the Rockets without Chris Paul, at least for Game 6. But we see it so often. There's so many blots in the playoffs. It's really difficult. And many of it is because teams just don't show up. They don't put forth the effort needed because they think, if we're going to win this, there's a better spot for us to make our defense, for us to really go crazy, and this is not our spot. It's almost like we're going to sacrifice pieces if you're playing chess because I'm going to sacrifice a couple of pieces here because then I'm going to try, I'm going to take take your queen later Heal on. you out and come That's back and get you. But here, I mean, you look at the way the Celtics handled this game. It, it was still in striking distance. 
But there was never that we, we've talked about the sense of urgency, right? It's a nice ubiquitous term, and and it and it sounds all, all fine. It's a good good base word for how we're doing this. But there wasn't the frenetic pace, that defense, that swarming atmosphere that you see on their home court in Boston. That wasn't that was not here. Whereas all of a sudden, all the Cleveland guys that are apathetic and lethargic in Boston, suddenly all these veteran guys, even J.R. Smith, he couldn't hit the broad side of a barn with his shot, but he's at least hustling on the defensive end and hustling to the spot and trying to make something happen as they all picked up for Kevin Love and his absence, played five minutes before the injury. So you, you get a guy like Hill who gets a little bit of, of his jump shot finishing with 20 tonight and giving you big minutes, but it, it's just – for the NBA, as much as they love going to the Game 7, I got to wonder if in the, the home offices there isn't some chatter about just the perception of the way these games have gone throughout well, the playoffs. Well, yeah, because eventually people are going to tune out. And you're not seeing it now because, look, the NBA is still a great dramatic product and all the stars, look, every series is filled with the biggest stars in the game. Even though the Celtics don't have stars, it's still the Boston Celtics. The team is the star. You have LeBron. You have James Harden. You have Chris Paul. You have... the the Hamptons Five, you have everything you need in the playoffs. But eventually, people are going to say, you know what, I don't need this. I, I don't need to see these games because they're blowouts. I can check in later on and ratings are going to go down. It's going to happen. It may, it may not be in this playoffs, but now you're talking about the third year where this is happening. And anytime something becomes a bit of a bigger story, you know it's going to continue to gain momentum. It's not the time right now to say, okay, ratings are in. In, in jeopardy, but next year, sure. If the playoffs start out again like this, okay. Especially if we get the Warriors and the Cavaliers again. It's going to be, oh, okay, again. And the Warriors boat race the Cavs. It's going to be tough to get up for regular season games when we've seen the same final series now four years in a row. And when you think it's the same teams are going to play four years in a row. And the playoffs are blowouts and teams that aren't going to make it. I'm just going to wait for the Warriors and the Cavaliers again. You're going to see that kind of fatigue set in. But I have a plan. You have a plan. Because you know me. I'm a guy that I, I, You're I an like idea man. things. This is pretty – see, I, that's the job I'd love to do. I'd love to be a consultant. I just make a buttload of money for just giving my ideas and thoughts on things that I've thought out and said this is how it's going to yeah, work. Yeah, but here's the problem is you're, you're already doing more work than you need to because a lot of consultants just find the best people in the, the department or in the organiz, organization – Mm. And they take whatever they spit at them in the interview process, and that becomes their quote idea. Oh, see, they, that's they kind of, even better. They reboot it. Out, they reboot right? it. They reboot that's it. Right. But here's my, and this is a very simple one. And you're going to see teams get a little upset because, like, well, it could be some revenue loss. Instead of best of seven, best of five. Play best of five. Nobody gives away games in best of fives. Nobody will. I think they'd still Nobody find Nobody will. I mean, LeBron you still has his feeling out game, so. You can't, if, if you get blown out in game one, you can't give away game two and say, well, we'll get him back because you're going to have to win two and then win back on the road. you got to win three in a row to win. Nobody, nobody will give games away. Nobody will. If a team goes up two zip, could they give away part of game three? Sure, but you don't want to give away game four and say, okay, now suddenly it's back at our place for game five and they have momentum. That will at least stop some of it. Because teams, they can't afford to. In a seven-game series, we watched LeBron James. He knows from the beginning of this series how it's going to play out. You know, we've, we've mentioned this. He knows they're going to win at home, we're going to win at home, and when it comes to game seven, that's going to be our time. That's going to be our time when 
things get a little more nerve-wracking for the Celtics, and even though they were in the Eastern Conference Finals last year, Game 7 to go to the NBA Finals is a really big deal, and let's see if they come out tight, if they have trouble shooting the ball, if they're a little too out of whack, the pressure gets to them. That's a seven-game series. LeBron can't do that in a five-game series. You know what? We should have said an over and under on how many times he uses the term young in his press conference mm, today. We uh, Maybe. Might be able to do that. Right? Going off your experience type of, type of uh, line of thought in terms of the Celtics, also just reminding them how young they are, how green they are, how, how much – you know he's a grizzled veteran, and he can point, <laughs> and he can talk about whatever stats. Right, doesn't need a box score here. Now we're just going to the full-on resume building in terms of what he's going to do on Game Seven. All right, well, let's go over our bet. You and I made a bet last hour. What LeBron James will say in his post-game presser? What specific lines he would say? If somebody, if he says one of our lines. We get a dollar from the other person. Yeah, right? I wish I'd gone full chalk. I want a little, little more specificity. I said, well, you got to be specific. I said, no, no, you went concept. He will talk about how comfortable the Cavaliers are in Game Seven. Right, you went, you went a lot more concept because over no. six, no, because over seven or eight questions, that's gonna, that's gonna come. No, out. how comfortable they are in Game Seven? No, that's a specific. No, thing. Be, no, that's very, it's, it's obvious because someone's gonna bring up the fact that he's averaging thirty-five points a game in Game Seven. He's gonna say, I'm not a one-man army, one-man team, one-man show. And he will at least, at some point, give you part or all of his stat line. Those are my three picks for what LeBron James is going to be mad what, about what that last again? assist he what missed. Were your three? Uh, he's going to name check the the guys stepping up, the George Hills of the world. All right, uh, good. He's going to talk about withstanding that early barrage from Jalen Brown. Okay, good. And then we'll get into the Kevin Love and, and the heart of Kevin Love and how he'll want to be out there. And he's a warrior, some kind of uh, platitudes to his fallen teammate. All right, let's hear the first few minutes of LeBron James's press conference as he's just started talking to the media a couple moments ago following another huge effort. LeBron, a near triple-double, 46-11-9 in the Cavaliers' 109-99 win. Started off being asked about the status of Kevin Love. How would you say you, with your team, how your teammates responded with Kevin Love? How, how encouraged were you with that? Um, I think uh, they responded um, exceptionally well our second quarter. Our guys that came off the bench, Jordan, Jeff, um, Kyle, and Larry, they just gave us a a huge boost in that second quarter. And um, it's the reason why we outscored them by 16 in that second quarter. It was was just huge. We needed it, obviously, more than ever tonight, you know, with the situation that we were in. All right, stop right there. Stop right there. That's a dollar for Harmon. Way to go, LeBron. Very nice. Very nice, Mike Harmon. Name check. Name checked all the guys. Didn't go generic. Very good. No. Because he name-checks guys because if he doesn't say your name, it means he thinks you played like crap. So he name-checked the guys nice. that played good. Yeah, no. All right, let's keep, let's keep going. Joe Varden, Cleveland.com. LeBron, we didn't get a real good look at what happened to you. Um, so could you take us through with, I, I think you banged knees, and then um, how, you were, how you were feeling after that. I think you scored 12 points to, to close it out. Well, I didn't get a good, uh, good look at it either. I would have been able to avoid it. <laughs> um, after the game, um, I didn't know who got me, uh, but after the game, Larry um, asked me, was I okay? So I'm guessing he was the, the corporate of it. Um, I just felt someone fall into my leg and kind of, you know, my leg kind of went in, um, you know, and you know, felt some pain, you know, throughout you know, my entire right, right side of my leg into my ankle, into my leg. So, um, you know, I was just hoping for the best, obviously, because I've seen so many, 
um, different injuries, you know, and, you know, watching basketball with that type of injury, someone falling into someone's legs, standing straight up, and um, um, you know, luckily I was able to finish the game. All right, that's that's nothing for either of no, us. No, 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 that's nothing a, for that's either of us. All right, let's yeah. keep going. LeBron Hayden Grove, Cleveland.com. Um, after that second long three in the fourth quarter, you kind of let out a scream and pounded your chest a little bit. What were you, th- what what caused that reaction, and what were you thinking in that moment? Um, the love of the game, you know, causes reactions like that. Um, understanding the situation, and uh, you know, understanding the moment that you're in, and you know, it's just a feeling that you can't explain unless you're you've been a part of it. So. That's all. That's a nothing Jason for either athletic. of us. <coughs> yeah, we were talking in, uh, in the 15 finals when everyone was out with injuries, and you said, I can't play all 48 in the finals game because I burned too much energy. We're not in the finals, but we're pretty close, and you didn't play all 48, but it's pretty close. Have you, with what you did in game seven against Indiana with tonight, have you even exceeded stamina-wise and energy-wise what you are able to do on a court in a, in a game like this? Um. Just try to put myself in the best possible shape, you know, each and every year to be able to, um, you know, go for the long haul. And obviously, you know, um, <clears throat> you know, getting a minute, a couple minutes here, you know, per quarter would be would be great. But it's not what our team um, is built on right now. Um, my, our team is built on, uh, you know, me being out on the floor to be able to make plays not only for myself but make plays for others. And it's just um, the way we've been playing and we've been succeeding with it, but. Um, you know, I was able to play 46 minutes today, and uh, oh, oh, stat yeah, line. Couple, I got my couple minutes, I guess. <laughs> stat line: 46 minutes. I think I get that. Uh, I didn't get a buck for nebulous. that. I didn't get a dollar for that. I don't know that that's specific. All right, enough. you know what I get? I get I get I get 50 cents. 50 for cents. That. I get 50 cents for All that. Right. Giving some of your side. So you're up a dollar to 50 cents. Well, we'll finish up this game later on this hour. Here, the rest of LeBron James's press conference. See. If you and I can predict all the different things he said, but that was a stat line. Though. I, I gave it to well, you. Well, I did enjoy the fact that gave it to you. he he tried to be as political as he could in terms of the discussing his teammates, but still said, yeah, I got to be on the court. <laughs> We're going to go live to Cleveland coming up next for all the big reaction following LeBron James's big night in the Eastern Conference Final. Tied at three games apiece, this is the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon, Fox Sports Radio. Today's Friday. Fox Sports Radio, it is the Jason Smith Show with my best friend, Mike Harmon. Just had a very fun conversation with Tom Looney for the last couple minutes. Always comes in to visit us on Friday. He does. He, yeah. he, he comes in. He looks to see if there's any pizza scraps left. Yeah. Tells us a story. There were none. Tells us a story about Elmira. He, he, yeah, you know what happened one time in Elmira, and we listened to it. Talked you? about his favorite yeah. boxer or two. <laughs> Am I on? He flexed once or twice. Uh, you'll hear from Mr. Looney coming up in a few minutes with what's trending, but right now... We head live out to Cleveland as we break down the Cavs' 109-99 victory over the Boston Celtics. He is Mr. Cleveland, Cavaliers insider. Monday through Friday, you hear him 3 to 7 p.m., 1480 WHBC in Ohio. It is Kenny Rhoda. Kenny Rhoda, I saw you get a lot of airtime tonight on NBA TV. Congratulations again. Uh, Just doing my job, and uh, boy, what a game to um, be able to cover as a member of the media to watch LeBron James again with the bar set so high to exceed the expectations in an elimination game. 46 points, 11 rebounds, 9 assists, guys, in two elimination games this year. Game 7 against the Pacers, Game 6 tonight. All LeBron is averaging is 45.5, 9.5, and 8. Not too bad. 
<laughs> you would think at some point, and I, I point to this part of the fourth quarter, the one thing LeBron James likes to do that is very predictable that I don't know why teams can't figure this out yet is I can tell when he's just going to take a three because he wants it to look pretty and hold his hand up as he goes down the floor. And he hits those two threes. And Jason Tatum gives him all kinds of room when I know I'm watching from 2,000 miles away. LeBron's just going <laughs> to dribble, and he's going to put up a three, and Jason Tatum gives him all kinds of room to hit those three-pointers. I just, I mean, I know the defense to play from 2,000 miles away. Yeah, it's pretty amazing, isn't it? Uh, but yet he continues to do it and be very effective in hitting those shots and delivering once again, uh, you watch him, and especially after the injury when he got his uh, leg rolled up on, and he kind of talked about that, but he gutted it out and said uh, he'll get round-the-clock treatment over the next 48 hours starting tonight, so he'll be ready for Game 7 Sunday night. But, yeah, the great ones are able to do that. You know what they're going to do, and you still, for whatever reason, uh, don't guard him closely out there beyond the arc, or uh, you don't force him to go right or left or whatever the move is, and uh, that's what separates the greats from uh, the, the good and the good from the bad is they can make shots like that in pressure situations. Now, when he was laying on the ground, I was thinking about Peter Griffin after he hit his knee and he got, <laughs> ah, ah, and then all of a sudden he's up and running around again uh, 30 seconds later. But that's neither here nor there. The question that goes for Game 7 is now, will they have to battle without Kevin Love? He calls himself iffy, a so-so proposition at this stage of the game. But uh, what are you hearing around those parts? Well, if it was a concussion, you know, concussion protocol, he's got to be able to clear uh, whatever tests are involved with that over the next 48 hours to be able to play on Sunday night. And so we'll, you know, monitor that over the next 48 hours. We'll monitor LeBron's leg over the next 48 hours. Don't forget J.R. Smith rolled his ankle tonight too. So uh, the walking wounded – uh, going into a Game 7 at the Garden where Boston has not lost the loss yet this year in the playoffs, uh, a daunting task. But as long as number 23 suits up, uh, you've got a shot. And I've got to give a shout-out to the, the four non-bronze tonight that really stepped up for the Cavaliers uh, in the job that they did. George Hill aggressive with 20 points. Jeff Green, 14, coming off the bench playing for uh, Kevin Love tonight, Larry Nance Jr., 10.7 rebounds, and Kyle Korver with six. That's 50 points from the four non-bronze tonight to go along with his 46, and that was just enough to get the Cavaliers the win tonight. He's trying to get that trending. Yeah. He's already got the T-shirt I mean, I mean, Kenny, merch come on. printed. We had the SNL skit, it's the other Cavs. It's Keenan Tom, 53 years old, and I got three kids on the Cavs. <laughs> I mean, can't you just call them the other Cavs? Wouldn't they just laugh? Uh, I'm sure they would, but uh, I, I like the four non-bronze better. I didn't come up with it, but I heard it, and I've been using it. So uh, I'm going to continue to use it. And if they perform like this, uh, we're going to stick with it, hopefully, into the NBA Finals. Uh, I like that. Hey, at least uh, Ty Lue didn't get suckered in with that rotation thing this time and, and actually played Kyle Korver. <laughs> I don't I don't think I've ever heard a coach sound dumber, Kenny. Semi Olojuay, or however you pronounce his last name, uh, wasn't uh, playing again tonight, so he decided to give Korver a chance against everybody else. Yeah, I mean, that was just, boy, one of the shocking things was Ty Lue in the press conference after Game 5 going, yeah, that rotation's kind of surprised us a little Threw bit. Threw us for a loop. You're the coach. The You're supposed to figure it out. Yeah, that's his job. He learned. It only took him one game, so give him credit. He, he adjusted <laughs> to it and made sure he played Kyle Korver tonight, who, again, only had six points. 
but he was aggressive. He had some rebounds, a couple of nice plant passes, a steal, a couple of block shots again tonight. You don't expect that from Kyle Korver. So everybody's doing a little bit here and there, hopefully to add up to enough to add with what LeBron James is doing. And if LeBron can get this team to the finals, like I said, I think with you guys the last time, uh, 2007, it reminds me of, of that team. And I think they have less talent this year than they did in 2007. And those are the likes of Sasha Pavlovich and uh, um, uh, Larry Hughes and some of the other guys that were on that squad. How do, how do you trick them into thinking they're playing in Cleveland? It's a great question. How do you bottle this up, right? How do you take this on the road? Uh, and Boston's got to be loving life now. They're going back home where they haven't lost in the playoffs yet this year. So maybe you hope they're a little too overconfident. And uh, LeBron, well, I guess he's got to get 50, right? If he's going to exceed uh, what he did here tonight, he's going to have to go for like 50, 20, and 10 or something like that uh, and hope that the four non-Brons again uh, come up with another 50 points. If they don't win Sunday, what are you hearing about what LeBron's decision could be coming up in a month? Yeah, you know what? If they don't win Sunday, I don't expect an immediate decision. I think he's going to sit back and watch what this Cavaliers team and the front office will do in the offseason. They have that eighth overall pick uh, in the draft. Do they keep it and get lucky with somebody falling to them? Do they take that pick, package it with, I don't know, a Tristan Thompson, maybe even a Kevin Love to try and get another all-star to come in? Uh, with the Le- LeBron James for next year. So I think he's going to wait, sit back, and see what everybody else does. He knows he's the, you know, the prize of the offseason. And so he'll, he'll monitor closely what the Cavs do and his family. Uh, hopefully that's a factor, as Cavs fans think it will be, uh, with the, them living here in Ohio and then seeing who wins the NBA championship and then maybe what team, if he were to go to it, would give him the best chance of taking that team down uh, next year. So uh, hopefully it won't come to that on Sunday night for Cavs fans here in the Buckeye State. But if it does, then uh, the summer of LeBron uh, 2.0 begins once again. On Twitter, at the Kenny Rota. That's at the Kenny Rota. Mr. Cleveland, no bigger Cleveland insider than Kenny Rota. Listen to him Monday through Friday, 1480 WHBC in Ohio, 3 to 7 p.m., Drive time, Kenny. As always, buddy, appreciate it, man. Uh, Thanks hopefully, so much. we are talking to you after uh, a big game seven for you. Let's hope so, guys. All right, there goes Kenny Rota right there. Look, I've said it before. I'll say it again. It's not about LeBron James on Sunday. It's about can the Boston Celtics rise to this moment? Because it's great to play when there's really not a lot of pressure. You're playing well, and yeah, they're winning big games, and 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 that's great. But there's a big difference in pressure from. What you're playing now to Sunday when it's you win without Kyrie, without Gordon Hayward, you are in the NBA Finals. You are at home and LeBron James is in your way. Are you going to play how you've played all postseason long or will the moment get too big for you? That's the story. I'm not worried about LeBron. LeBron have another game just like this tonight. There'll be another game just like this. Will his guys show up? Probably not because they don't show up on the road. But if the Celtics don't show up like they normally do, that's playing into LeBron's hands, and that's how the Cavaliers can win. Still taking my Celtics. My Celtics. Your Celtics. Because I'm the only one that picked them. I said Celtics in seven before the series. I'm st- I have to stick with Celtics in seven now because I'm going to be right. But I can see the the path for LeBron. It being it's about the Celtics, not about LeBron James. Let's see. I can get you uh, – look, it's less than a mile between TD Garden and the nearest Chipotle. So maybe George Hill <laughs> – 
Maybe someone could take care of George Hill, and he shows up and gives you some kind of effort on Sunday. Hell, I'll pay for it if someone's willing to go, because I want to see a Game 7 that matters. I don't want more of this dreck where nobody's showing up, and now it's all, oh, there's a towel over LeBron's head. What's he going to do in free agency? Let's talk about that for three quarters. No, George Hill, I got your burrito covered, man. I got your tacos and your guac. Your reboot. Eight seven seven ninety nine on Fox, the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon. Twitter at How About a Fresca. Mike is at How About a Reboot. Uh, coming up in one minute, we'll finish LeBron James's press conference. Hear what he has to say and see who wins the bet on who is able to predict more correct things of LeBron James's press conference, me or Mike. That's in a minute. But first, a guy who I can never predict. Except I know when the Phils are going to punk Satani someone. <laughs> it's Tom Looney with What's Trending. Okay. That LeBron James played pretty good tonight. He was Three on the way. Not bad. <laughs> he did it again. Kind of what we're used to LeBron over the years. James, who has played all but 57 seconds of the game, now has 44 points, 11 rebounds, 9 assists. John Michael with the call from WMMS Cleveland. LeBron ended up with 46 points, and Cleveland gave Boston some cavalier attitude, 109.99. Game 7 is the best two words in sports. That's LeBron talking into a microphone. And for us to be on the road in another hostile environment where we've had no success up to this point, um, you know, we should roll this opportunity and, uh, you know, have fun with it. Game 7, Sunday night in Boston, the NBA's Eastern Conference Finals. And, oh, and Cavs star Kevin Love bumped his head early in the first quarter, left the game, never saw him after that. He's listed as day-to-day. Uh, but really, aren't we all day-to-day? <laughs> uh, three late-night bedwetting liberal left-coast baseball games. One final, Mariners. Mary Kate and Ashley, the Twins, two to one. Uh, top of the ninth, the Diamondbacks in front of the friggin' A's, seven to one. Top of the ninth, the Chavez Ravine, Los Angeles, California, where the Dodgers play their games. Dodgers in front of the Padres, four to one. That's in the top of the ninth. And now more NBA blabbering, blathering, and babbling with Jason Smith and Mike Harmon on Fox Sports Radio. I gotta say one thing. Yes. One time, can Chris and Liam be uh, the people who do whatever to the Twins? I mean, because the Olsen twins is so like 1997, but but they're billionaires. But the Hemsworth brothers, those are the big twins right now. Yeah, I guess they they could be, but Mary Kate and Ashley flows better. There's got to be a flow to it. Okay, but you know, I I have researched that very very heavily. There's not not that many famous twins. No, there's not. You can Bob see the twins, and that's that's like a that's a reference from like the 20s or something. Yeah, yeah, no, no, people aren't going to get that. I know, I I I don't I don't get it. I just know it, but I don't. Get you it. may as well say they nosferitude somebody. Oh, right. <laughs> I mean, there is Danny DeVito and Arnold Schwarzenegger. Oh, there are, yes. I'm your twin brother, Julius. Oh, that's very nice. <laughs> Thank very you, good. Mr. Looney. All right, sure. Uh, we're live from the Geico Studios where 15 minutes can save you 15% or more in car insurance. More info. Visit geico.com. Okay, the Hemsworths now. aren't twins. They're not? No. I thought they were twins. No, and oh. there's three of them. Oh, the, but the one never is in anything. Oh, come on. He still counts. No, he doesn't. No, he's not. No, no. He's what if the they want to have their own series of expendables that's like, like films? Saying, that's like saying Cooper Manning counts. No, he doesn't count. He works for Fox. Peyton, you Eli. will bow and, and, and kiss the ring. How dare you? He's funny, too. You and I made sure. a bet earlier in that. Wow. <laughs> Why don't you go reboot something? Hey, you made fun of Cooper. You How I, dare you? You and I, I, got his, I pronounced his name, though, right, didn't I? So get off my back then. Reboot. Uh, you and I made a bet earlier in the show about what LeBron James's press conference 
specific things he was going to say following a near triple-double, another 40-point performance for him. Cavaliers beat the Celtics. Thanks to Kenny Rhoda for stopping by. Uh, right now, and we said whoever gets one right, the other person owes them a dollar. I owe you a dollar because you predicted he would go down the laundry list and physically name the players who played well in support. And I get a half point because I said at some point he's going to give part or all of his stat line. He gave part of his stat line. He got so, you to the minutes yeah, total. He gave so, you the minutes, how many yeah. he could have played, so he got that. So now we're going to see if anything else LeBron James said, uh, one of us can get points for it. Here's the rest of LeBron James's postgame press conference. LeBron Ty said that he feels like after six games you guys have the blueprint going into game seven. What's it going to take to execute that on the road? Uh, you got to be poised. You got to be able to handle a punch or two, and um, Come you got to be able to um, say it to combat that and, and be say it. Um, just as solid and just as aggressive on the offensive end. Say you know, it. So say you're comfortable. You know we know it's challenging. They ten and zero on their home Come on, you're floor. comfortable in game sevens. And um, come on, you know, they've you know, been very successful against us, obviously at home. So, Come on. You know, but if you love challenges, then you know, this is a great opportunity. Ah! That's pretty bad. You know, all he had to do was say we're comfortable in game sevens. Because I thought that's for sure that's what he would say. Oh, we've done it before. We're comfortable in game. Let's put the pressure on them, see if they can handle it. Seems like there was an opportunity It's disappointing. Play some Phil Jackson like Uh, mind games. All right, let's hear some more. LeBron, you've been a clutch player basically your whole career. Um, How do you feel you've evolved in the last few years? in clutch situations? Because it seems like, uh, especially the last few years, when the going gets tough, I mean, you're always hitting. What's your name? Paulo from ESPN Brazil. I appreciate you saying I've been clutch my whole career. I've, it's not many like you, I tell you. <laughs> wow. <laughs> well, There's not many like you. Either you're being very kind because it's National Wine Day to me, or... <laughs> You know, I love Brazil, well, the, or I don't know what it is right now, but. The last few years, I okay. mean, yeah. <laughs> Especially. There we go. Last few. Um, no, just, um, I, I guess just being, first of all, my teammates and my coaching staff have, you know, given me um, the reins to take the shot or make the play late in games. And, um, you know, when you have that, that, Ability, and when you have that confidence from your, your 14 teammates and then your coaching staff, and um, then you put the work into it, I think it's just um, it's like it's a matter of just you know just trying to come through. And, and like I said, I haven't always done it in my whole career, but I've never been shy away from it. And that's not even you know either making a shot or making a play. I was um, I've taught the game the right way ever since I ever started playing the game of basketball. Um, now, my first year ever playing Little League basketball, we won a championship. And, and my my coach at the um, at the banquet gave everybody an MVP trophy, everybody. Um, and that right then, I, I knew that this is a, a team game. And, and, and it's not about one individual and how much one individual can do in order to win championships. And in order to win, you have to have a full team. And that's what, it's, that's what it brought it down to me. And the second year, we won it again, and we all got MVP trophies again. So that's just been instilled in me since I was nine years old when I first started playing um, of what it means to be in a situation where your teammates rely on you, um, but just making the right play no matter if it's a shot or it's a pass. Um, 
I've always just been taught that. Do you feel like you embrace the situation more today than maybe you did in the past? Um, I mean, I've embraced a lot of situations as you grow up. I think that's just all part of, you know, experience and, and things of that nature. I mean, um, I mean, I love being a husband now. Um, did I embrace that at 18, 19? I don't think so. I was I mean, I've never been around married couples. Um, so, you know, as you get older, you just, you, you grow into more things. I didn't love wine until I was 30 years old. And now every other post is about wine, National Wine Day. So you learn and you grow and you know what's best for you as you get older. That's just, I mean, that's just all of us. I think that's what being a human being is. You, you find ways that you feel like um, you can grow in what you like and what you dislike. I mean, I mean, at 18, I don't think I'm the same player um, that I am today at 33, and I shouldn't be. And I don't think, um, me personally, I should be the same person I was at 18. I'm just much more seasoned. Wow. So there's LeBron James. Giving us the meaning of life. Talking about National Wine Day. Talking about, hey, not many people call me clutch, because, you know, not many people have called him No, clutch. that's true. Say, hey, what's your name? I like you. He's going to be like LeBron's personal reporter now. That guy is going to break all kinds of LeBron James stories. Hey, LeBron's going to the Lakers. Who's got it? The guy from Sao Paulo, Brazil, who works for ESPN. I don't know. I don't know how he got the story, but he's got it now. If nothing else, he's the guy that when he raises his hand, he's like, <laughs> My guy. Yeah, go ahead. You ask me a question. I'm not going to call on Kenny Rhoda. Yeah, no, go ahead. You ask me a question about, about being go ahead, go ahead, about being clutch. Go ahead. I like you, man. Go Kenny, ahead. you should have called me clutch question. a few more times. <laughs> so there we have it. Uh, so you win, buddy. You win. Uh, you know, I LeBron, really thought we would have scored more. Uh, I thought LeBron for sure would say I'm not a one-man team at some point, and I thought for sure he, he would say that. He had the know, opportunity. Hey, he did, we're, and we're comfortable in game sevens, but he didn't say it. I'll tell you. Oh, just well. Congratulations, buddy. You you want you won fifty cents from me. Yeah, there you go. Victory is mine. Brace yourselves, everyone, because we got some awesome news. Dell has officially launched its annual Memorial Day event, and the deals are on. Get up to forty percent savings on select Dell PCs with Intel Core processors. Some of the best deals of the year are waiting for you as we speak. Just call eight hundred by Dell. Eight hundred B U I. Dell. Plus, get incredible savings on the latest electronics and accessories and free shipping on everything. Yeah, free shipping. Call 800 by dell 800 buydell or visit dell.com slash Memorial Day. That's dell.com slash Memorial Day. We'll see you there. Coming up next, the path to victory for the Rockets without Chris Paul. Believe me, there's a pretty easy one. I'll tell you what it is next on Fox. Hey, you're about uh, 10 minutes too soon for the slide over baby hour. It's I mean, never I know, too soon. I know it's Friday and all, but still. Friday of a holiday Friday. weekend. Let's be safe out there if you're on the highways and byways. We thank you for stopping by with us. The Jason Smith Show with Mike Armand from the Geico Studio. What, what are you doing, traffic? Well, the highways and byways, everybody. Whoa, 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 whoa. Need to reboot. Let me reboot that. <laughs> thank Sorry. you. Wherever you may be on a Friday night. Whether you're enjoying National Wine Day, as LeBron James educated us about. Maybe LeBron, you're having a piece of pizza. LeBron James very happy to be asked to be told he was clutch by a reporter in the postgame press conference That was a great tonight. response. We're going to hear that I again. like you. We're gonna, if you missed it, we're going to play that again coming up in about 15 minutes. Because that, that was the most shocking thing from LeBron's presser, how he reacted to a question when the reporter called him clutch. 
mean, that was really just well, and he wow. went on extensively into it, right? Ernie and a, a bunch of our folks following us on Twitter, we thank you at How About a Fresca at Swollen Dome, bringing up the fact. Wow, he was talking about going to the ship all the way back in don't say that. age nine, age ten. Don't say this. No one goes to the ship. You're not getting on a ship and taking off into outer space. No one goes to the ship. Stop saying the ship. That's going on a trip <sighs> and a favorite rocket ship. Uh, but zooming through the what, skies. You gonna sing the Great Space Coaster now? Is that next, what you're gonna do yeah. next? Get on board. It's the Great Space Coaster. Yeah, buddy. We'll have more from LeBron James, more on how to avoid blowouts, more on Game 6 of the Eastern Conference Finals coming up in about 10 minutes. But Chris Paul is now officially out for Game 6 for the Rockets against the Warriors. You've heard all day about how the Rockets have no chance, they can't win, they can't win without him. Let's look at a path to victory for the Rockets without Chris Paul, and it's actually very, very clear and very simple. First of all, Game 6... Whether Chris Paul played or not, they're not winning Game Six. They're not like like the Celtics didn't get off the plane tonight. Like the Cavaliers didn't get off the plane for Game Five. They're just going to give up this game. They're not going to expend all their energy and go crazy and try to win when they know we can have Game Seven at home to go to the NBA Finals. It's what we've wanted all season long. Whether Chris Paul is playing or not, they are not going on the road and winning Game Six. It would be a collapse of biblical proportions for the Warriors if they lost Game 6. And now without Chris Paul, forget it. It's going to be miserable. They're going to win by 30. But let's say they have to play Game 7 without him. It doesn't sound like he's going to play. Whether it is or not, it's still a couple of days between that. you got Game 6 and you got to get some time off. Then you have Memorial Day night Game 7, which you and I are both working. Well, Memorial we'll be Day here. Night, right we'll here. be ready to Memorial break Day it night. on down. How does Houston win Game 7 without Chris Paul? Forget about it being at home. This is how they win. It's very simple. Use all your fouls and beat the hell out of Steph Curry. There's that. Get J.J. Watt to play for you instead of just watching. There is that. I mean, J.J. Watt just sat around and did nothing. I don't know. Kim Olajuwon was looking pretty trim and fit 37 times they showed him. A little bit of dream shake he can give you? They can give you a little bit of that? Repeatedly. I don't know who they showed more, him or uh, Justin Timberlake and J.J. Watt. It's It's very simple. You can win Game 7 at home, and you only need one thing to happen. You need James Harden to be James Harden for one game. He has not won a game yet in this series. And James Harden, who's one of the top three players in the league, is good to win one game in a series. One game where he goes for 40 points and 15 assists and 10 rebounds. He has not done that. He has been abysmal. The last two games well, he's he's that shot the Rockets terribly. have won. He yeah. shot terribly. He's had one game where he scored a decent amount of points. But in that game, game two, he was six for 19. Right. He has not shot well. He has not played well. And you have to think the Rockets will get one game out of him where he is superhuman. And that would be game seven. If he is superhuman at home in game seven, the Rockets can win. And that's really not that far out of the realm of possibility because we've seen James Harden do this many, many times. Yeah, it's. The question that we've been asking a little bit about the Eastern Conference Finals of, you know, you know what you don't know uh, when you're the Boston Celtics. A lot of young players, and will they they get a little bit tensed up in the big moment, and will it overwhelm them, especially when they're looking at across the way and 
I'm sure they'll be reading the press clippings over the next 48 hours of the box scores and the averages of LeBron James in potential closeout situations. Now you've got with with Houston, it's been James Harden doing some of the other things. He's been committed to playing defense. He's been finding the open man. So if you do decide, all right, it's boxing one on him, force others to play, now it's it's Gordon. Can he have another 25-point night? Can he get it done shooting from the outside? P.J. Tucker, get both as a rebounder and hitting his shots on the outside. But for James Harden, we had that great game for he and Chris Paul all the way back in game one, a game they got blown out. Otherwise, the shooting hasn't been there. Can he find the stroke? Because otherwise, he's looking like Philip Seymour Hoffman more often than he should. It's all you need. It sounds like a lot, but it's not. There's a path to victory for the Rockets. Coming up next, we get back into Game 6, LeBron and Solo. Fox. Final hour of the show inside the Jason Smith Show with my best friend, Mike Harmon. Oh! Live from the Geico Studios, where 15 minutes can save you. 15% 15% or more in car insurance, more info. Visit Geico.com. And if you miss any of the show, as always, right after the show is over, you can download our best of. The podcast goes up on iTunes, Google Play, FoxSportsRadio.com, the iHeartRadio app, iTunes, Google Play, FoxSportsRadio.com, the iHeartRadio app. Listen to the whole show, parts of it, whatever you want. Rate us, give us five stars. We'll love you for the rest of our natural lives. I'll haunt you from beyond. I'll give you a bonus time. Really? Yeah. Mike Harmon will haunt you from but you know, that's actually a, a plot of a really bad B movie where like a radio host says that guy listens to the best uh, you know, a teenage kid listens to the best of podcast, has a chat you see him his finger hovers over the thing to rate it and he doesn't click it because the phone rings or somebody messages him or his you know, and he doesn't do it, and then that night he goes to bed and suddenly, you know, you're in his dreams and you start saying stuff, you're over him saying reboot, reboot. Reboot and and he doesn't. You've know what's never happening. you've never misspoken and and had me cover for you. No, but it's thanks, kind of buddy. Funny, but, I appreciate but you. Only, but you put reboot well, after all these years. I, I appreciate where I buddy, I know I, like, I sit in the pantheon of our our friendship and partnership but, here on air. But buddy, you said reboot. You reboot. I did. It sounded it was, great too. It was really funny. It was really good. I didn't realize it would hit and, and warm the cockles of your heart you know, to the I, way I, it has. Oh look, look, look! I think every. Every couple of years, we're good for one good one like that. Remember, remember your uh, uh, Elmer Fudd impression? It's one of the one? classics of that, all that time. Was like, that was like from one of our very first. Oh, years absolutely! Together. That was probably three or four weeks. Oh, so in. Your, your Porky Pig was Porky. It was Porky Pig. Pig. Your yeah, Porky yeah. Pig impression. Yes, That's I'm sure I'm... we could find that if we filibuster long enough. I'm sure Alex Tyshirt would be, be, be prepared to be yelled at. Yeah, yeah the you know. digital wizardry on the board. Let's hear that one more time, shall be, we? Be, prepared to be yelled at. One more, one more. Be, 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 prepared to be yelled at. That was one of my greatest impressions <laughs> I ever so, did on air. That was so that was awesome. better than any Berman or anything you could have oh, done. Oh, that was bad. You're kidding. That's like, I mean, you know, Berman can just, you know, hope to get close at some point. <laughs> Your reboot tonight, quote, is the second funniest thing by far all night. What was the first? Right. Oh, that Mets final pitch. <laughs> How did I know it's that was going to happen? Oh, when I saw A.J. Ramos trending, I knew I couldn't get away from that. I thought 50 Cent was closing out the game. And you put that up on Twitter. 
saying you you wondered about. That's what I saw. Had he been signed? Oh, AJ Ramos walks the last two guys, including the game-winning run in the bottom of the tenth inning, and the Mets lose. And and but okay. Joey Bats trended on Twitter for a while, so I that was good. Joey Bats trend. Joey Bats trended because he won. He tied the game in the ninth inning with two outs and a base hit. I'm yelling Joey Bats from the bathroom, and you thought something was wrong with me? A poop fest. Yeah. Yeah. Well, no, that was after. That was with AJ Ramos. Uh, but tonight, into the stretch, yeah, here's Ramos, low, ball four, that's the way to walk it off, Travis Shaw never had to swing the bat, Ramos <laughs> did the work for him, and the Brewers in 10 innings with a 4-3 victory over the Mets. You can almost see Robert De Niro crushing the phone, it's like when he finds out that Pesci's been whacked. And he starts slamming the phone and then kicks the booth down. That's how I picture you in that kind of moment. See, and I was picturing Bob Uecker going, okay, let's close up. Game's over. Let's go, boys. Let's go. You know, you know, this is this is how bad of, of, a, of a thing that is to walk in the game-winning run. Walk the last two batters, including the game-winning run. As you know, I coach my daughter's softball team. Yeah. And that's how at least half the runs of the game cross the plate. How does it make you bases feel? Bases loaded walks. Because someone just doesn't want to swing the bat and a girl can't throw well, strikes. Well, why would you? I mean, that's, if the girl can't throw strikes and, and, and if Ramos can't throw strikes, no. why would you bother? I feel like I'd be was, up there it was a girl doing a little game. tap dance kind of thing with it. And... Uh, I, that's that's how I felt. I'm like, it's like watching a girl not throw strikes. Okay, everybody, walk around the bases. Here we go. Okay. If you're allowed to, why not? Uh, well, look, it's one of the three results of most at bats in Major League Baseball anyway. Why is this any different? Did the Mets make it to Super Regionals? You know, Frostburg, did, are you going to make it to your car before I could key it? Is that, is that one thing that's going to happen? Why, why you got to threaten the guy? We got that guy. on tape, right? Why you got to threaten the guy? No, see, because if I keep saying it You like say that, something like that so hateful and hurtful, yet me giving people the delightful reboot. Yeah, because <laughs> now when my car gets keyed, even if it wasn't you, it was. Ooh. No, but see, but here's the here's the best part is that – I've said it so many times, it's no longer like a real threat. It's just something I say. No, that's I, not, that's no, not, I would say no, that that's in court. Not. I say, no, the no. guy just says you it all the time. He doesn't, he doesn't mean that. He just says it. Yeah, I, I did, say it all the time. You, did you ever see Saturday Night Live, the assassination of the Little Rascals characters? <laughs> huh? we, we bring to you live the killing of Buckwheat. Right. <laughs> it was always, ah, oh, you know, it was kindest, gentlest. You believe he did it? Yeah, it's uh, all he ever talked about. John David Stutz. <laughs> yeah, see? <laughs> There's precedence. Meanwhile, tonight belonged to LeBron James, as most nights do. The Cavaliers beat the Celtics in a game in which we knew the result midway through the second quarter. The Cavaliers got up by 12. They were up by 15, 16. Celtics would cut it to 10. Cavs would go to 12. Celtics would cut it to 9. Cavs would get it to 12. It was a 10-point game all the way from midway through the second quarter through the final score of 109-99. LeBron James shows up in a large way. 46 points, 11 rebounds, 9 assists. He's plus 15 for the game. Who, me? And afterwards, this is maybe the the it cuts through like a like a cool breeze on a summer day. LeBron was in the middle of answering his normal post-game press conference questions about this game and going on to Game 7, when a reporter from Brazil decided to ask LeBron a question, prefacing it by telling LeBron how clutch he was. And LeBron really, really liked that. How do you feel you've evolved in the last few years 
in clutch situations? Because it seems like, uh, especially the last few years, when the going gets tough, I mean, you're always hitting. What's your name? Paulo from ESPN Brazil. I appreciate you saying I've been clutch my whole career. I've, it's not many like you, I tell you. <laughs> Especially well, you in the back, Kenny Rota. Like you. Either you're being very kind because it's National Wine Day to me, or <laughs> you know I love Brazil, well, the, or I don't know what it is right now, but. The last few years, I okay. mean, yeah. <laughs> hey, hey, stop Especially. filibustering. Answer your question, LeBron. <laughs> Right, and LeBron did go on to give like a four-minute answer to the guy's question. Oh, no, it was wow, fantastic. It was Very insightful, thing. meaning of life kind of thing. He rolled it all the way back to the Wayback Machine when he was playing basketball, age 9, age 10, all of that stuff. So it was a wonderful answer, well thought out, and he's got a new best friend. And now the two are going banana boating. It's, and you love You're how, out of here, Wade. You love <laughs> Sorry, d I keep seeing all these pictures of you and Gabrielle Union while I'm still working. Corver's You're better off than loping. you, Melo. Corver's replacing uh, Chris Paul. Are you kidding? It's just the two of them. But I love how LeBron felt the need to say, you know, not many like you. In other words... You all should be saying how clutch I've been throughout my career, and you're not. Bow down to the king. Kneel before Zod. You know, you, you know, Paulo, let me tell you, man, you wouldn't believe the flack I get from reporters all the time. They say things like, why would I take that shot? What happened on that final play? Why would I pass to an open teammate? You believe that, Paulo? You get it, right? Me and you, you get it. Yeah, you got so. Can you believe I get those questions from people? Why they're not all just telling me how great I am in every single post-game press conference? Oh, I tell you, man. You know, whatever you want. But I'll give you – that guy's going to get the scoop on LeBron's next destination. There's no way he that doesn't. could be. Absolutely. He's going to If nothing it. else, he gets a question in every press conference going forward. When, when Where's LeBron, my guy? When LeBron goes to the Lakers and LeBron gets a statue outside Staples Center, that guy breaking the story will also get a statue next to LeBron outside Staples Center. How much would Kenny Rhoda have to bribe Paolo from Brazil to get a question in with LeBron James? Ooh, oh, I don't, yeah. No, I don't, Not happening, guys. Yeah, no. He, then, then LeBron would freeze Paulo out. Ooh. He'd freeze him out. He wouldn't be there. Like he named names, shuns him. Yeah. What's your name? Um, Paulo from Brazil. It's a final. Nice, Paulo. Yeah, let me tell you, man, that's really great. You called me clutch on National Wine Day. And he mentioned wine like four times. You know, it's National Wine Day. It's why I would well, he like does have see. the rest of the night off. <laughs> I mean. Why can't you go with, with, a, with a glass of wine to the postgame press conference? Not a sponsor. Why can't? Well, no. Well, well, wine is not a sponsor. Hi, we're from the wine. Hey, they've got hard liquor as a, an official league partner. Why not? Why the hell Wait, not a winery? Ju- just hard liquor. I forget what what like it the, is. Like the hard liquor industry. <laughs> I, you, I I don't remember the exact brand. You like to drink, head. You like to drink things like whiskey and bourbon. Yeah, I'm pretty sure Gatorade's the only thing allowed on the press conference tables, guys. Yeah, but LeBron could sneak some wine in there. It'd be red. Doesn't matter. But then that would be the same color as Kenny's shirt, and uh, oh, bring in white. It would look like oh, is that a special lemon lime Gatorade? Yeah, it's new flavor. Cue up the Billy Joel. It's called Braun flavor. That's what I have. Why can't you do that? Just have Braun with a glass of look at, and and he's answering questions, and he says, "Hang on a second, just gives a sniff around the the the, the bottle. You know, holds it up. This is a nice bouquet. Just taste a little bit. Mm, That's good. I'll leave it. You can even have a guy bring it out to him." I like the way you think. I mean, why not have that in a post game? Kevin Durant's a big wine guy too. Well, I mean, you had Ciroc was uh, 
the official uh, spirit, the toast of the NBA. Ah, I mean, okay. we've, we've gone down this road before, so why, right. why can't he come walking up with a bottle if he wants? I, why not? Pour himself a shot. Just have someone come. Or, no, have a waiter And then Paulo gets to have one, too. Hey, hey. you asked the best. Guy. Oh, there you go. Hey, Paulo. So, a guy off in the corner. Hey, who's playing piano? Actually, it's Billy Joel. Oh, it's actually the Billy Joel. Wow, it's, it's pretty cool. This is actually live at LeBron's presser. <laughs> Bottle for LeBron. Perhaps a bottle for Kevin Love instead. We'll play game seven in Boston Sunday. Nobody else but me will show up. You and I. (laughs) (laughs) I'll score 45. Nobody else. He sounds sexy. Even being double figures. And Ty Lue's not going to know about the Celtics rotations. I'm going to lose in seven games and then go play with Lonzo Ball. See, we don't rhyme, but the lyrics are just so good. Saxophone. Woo! Just oh. pounding the Manischewitz at the presser. <laughs> he could be a freak on the court. And on the shit, oh you know God. what I'm saying? You know, Greek Freak was at the Brewers-Mets game last night. Was he? Play, though, but he was there. Yeah, he waited outside for 10 minutes. <laughs> then they finally gave him a seat. <laughs> I can vroom, vroom, really good. He should have been uh, escorted in like Bill Plaschke, our buddy from the L.A. Times, bringing people into Angel Stadium. <laughs> Kevin and Tristan were the popular steadies in the scourge of Cleveland. Okay. This, oh, by the way, is probably one of my top 10 favorite songs of all time. Oh, by the way, this is a, this is my big song to sing, like in the shower or if I'm in the car. This like my big one. Eight seven seven nine nine on Fox. No, 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 no. It's just, it's just nice background now. It's Friday night, man. Come on, we're having fun. We're all good. Woo! All right. Remember those days hanging out with Jeff Green? <laughs> Plus ten points, thirty-one minutes off the bench. Played a hell of a lot better than J.R. Smith, who didn't score. No threes. Minus one. Bench that guy for game seven in Boston. Coming up next, we have the slide over baby of slide over baby stories. And we're going to go to Vegas. So stay with us. Coming up next, right here, everybody. Fox Sports Radio. LeBron likes red wine. It's wine day. LeBron's so excited about wine. He'll answer question after question. As long as you say he's clutch. LeBron likes wine. Fox Sports Radio, the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon. Well, feel- well done. I'm now you're freestyling right everything. Freestyle. But you know what the best part yeah. of that song is? What's that? Who wrote it? Uh, that's this is the UB40 version. Yes, that was featured in Sliver. Yeah, that's fine. Underrated Sharon Stone. I, I don't care who wrote uh, it. Uh, and uh, wait, before that, 
Wasn't an Elvis song. No, he stole it at some point, I'm sure. Uh, well, it was before Elvis? Uh, Bill Haley and the Comets? Neil Diamond wrote it. Neil Diamond did Red Red How about that? Why you look at me like you just looked at me with disdain? Like, oh, I can't believe I'm sitting next to you. You didn't know who I, Neil I did not at all. You looked at me like, oh, like I was something stuck in the bottom of your shoe. Well, I mean, you made fun <laughs> of the way I had part Canadian accent of things. I don't really know where that comes from, but by the like- way, because that has happened a number of times on the show since we began in 2014, <laughs> where suddenly I'm pronouncing things as though I'm Canadian. You're going to do one of those DNA tests that are very popular right now, and you're going to do one of those. You're going to find out, oh, I got a whole bunch of relatives and I'm related to Johnny Manziel. You're going to think you got all kinds of Canadian relatives. Now he's Canadian. Yes. You're related to him. Because he's playing there. Justin Trudeau, you're going to be related to him. How about him. that? We're going to start calling you the Big Maple around that's, here? Yeah, that's right. You're going to relate. Wow. I mean, that, yeah. that's already been a, one of the alternate nicknames for a while. Lanny McDonald, you'll be related, related to a whole, everybody from Canada. Nice. And that big mustache, the Lanny McDonald mustache. We'll get Foster's to sponsor us. <laughs> <laughs> that's Australian. Australian. That's a different. It's actually made in Canada, though. No, you know, you know like Moosehead. No, would be it's Foster's made in Canada. No way! It's all the commercials are Australian. No, no, no! It's an Australian beer, but then you, you manufacture it elsewhere, especially if you can do it. No, cheaper. what do you mean? How can you? How can you? can't tell me it's an Australian. It could have been founded in Australia, and then they decided they'd rather bottle and can it somewhere else. So, but but. I always thought it was Australian it for was, beer. It was. I went. That was a, a good time. I went through a big phase in college drinking. Oil cans, well, especially, when, especially when you can get them two for four bucks, and they tasted the... awful. But I still no, drank them because it was it's, cool. To it's drink not oil good for cans. anybody, but it's no, it was very cool to drink oil cans. But it's a giant can. No, yeah, and I, I finished an oil can, ready for another one. Yeah, you know, this is back when oil can Boyd was popular. It was like <laughs> cool to drink oil cans. No, it's cheap. Yeah, you might get like forty-eight ounces of really bad beer for like two dollars, and it's the, the viscosity level in it is is just below what you put in your car. Yeah, give me some of that. <laughs> Oh, I didn't know. I'm disappointed about I, that. You got the word viscosity. Canada well has done. Su- look, Canada has such some unbelievably great beer. Well, there I mean, you really. Have. But I didn't know. Fall. I mean, oh, that's, and evidently they oh. they may have part of me. No, yeah, I'm telling you, you're part Canadian. You're going to be. Re- you'll be related to the entire thick family. You'll be. Re- trust me, it's going to happen. Everybody. That's why I'm so yeah. sexy, Pierre Turgeon. You'll be related to everybody. Foster's also made in England. <laughs> We just make Fosters everywhere now. It's like McDonald's. They just show up everywhere. We What's just wrong with it. that? Multinationals. <laughs> Leverage your costs. How about the quintessential slide-over baby hour story? All right, all right, all right. On a Friday night, uh, heading into a holiday. Let's go. There is conflicting reports at this hour of soccer star Ronaldinho. 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 He is going to reboot things. Uh, you know what? A story. <laughs> A story came out yesterday that the Barcelona legend is set to marry two women at the same time. And now they're banging each other. After living with both of them since December. At the same time. Tell you what I'd do, man. If I hadn't had kind of money, I'd marry two chicks at the same time. Uh, The report comes out, many different outlets have it, saying that he was going to marry two women at the same time after living with both of them since December. And we actually have audio of Ronaldinho talking about this. 
audio you're only going to hear here on Fox Sports Radio. So let, let's take a listen to it right now. This is my wife. <laughs> this is my mistress. <laughs> this is my girlfriend. In Brazil... Polygamy is still outlawed, but civil unions between more than two people is not uncommon. Very nice. Ronaldinho and Priscilla Coelho, I wonder if she's related to Paula Coelho, the author, and Beatriz Souza. What if she's related to Steven Souza, the baseball player? How about that? They already all live together. Okay. I mean, now now think about that for a second. That whether, now, because Ronaldinho denies reports that he's going to marry both of them. For a story gets out, he's going to marry both of them, and now he's denied that according well, he's, to he's reports. He's denied the, the marriage part of things. But think about that you could pull that off. That you're such a well, big enough Ronaldinho. star. Well, <laughs> you're Ronaldinho. You're such a big enough star. Not that you are going to juggle two women. That, you know, I have my wife. Like, you're not Bartolo Colon. I got my family, my other family, and I got my other family. Not, not that. Oh, happy birthday, Bartolo. He probably had two cakes. But you can pull off. Really? You're going to fat shame Bart no. on his birthday? I'm saying 2K had one with one family and one with his other family. I got to go. All right. I got to leave this party to go get another case. You, you made it sound like it was it was Bart sitting sad because neither family <laughs> wanted to deal with him. And now he was eating two cakes. Can you imagine being able to pull off? I'm going to live with two hot women and we're going to live like boyfriend and girlfriend. I'm going to live with both of them. Two chicks at the same time. Well, and, I think they're okay the, with it. I, yeah, I, I really think that was Three's company. They just didn't show you the other part. Oh no, no, no! Remember, because the whole thing was that, that. Remember, the whole thing with Three's company was to fool their landlord oh, that they said sure. Jack was gay, and he had to pretend he was gay when that, he was, you know, he's around Suzanne Summers and, and Joyce Dewitt. Well, obviously, I mean, yeah. you had the, the whole premise of trying to cover up. And this is not that. This is, this is not, hey, we're saving money. We're living together in Santa Monica because of rent. No, this is I'm Ronaldinho and I'm living with two women who are eminently OK. I mean, did they all just get together at the same time or the nights where he says, you know what? I, I'm 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 very, very sorry tonight, Priscilla, but I'm going to be with Beatrice tonight. Nice. Hey, Beatrice. Sorry. But, you know, tonight's when I have Priscilla. She's there might got be some, a schedule, some special stuff planned to be able to pull that off. That is, I mean, that, nobody, I mean, I've not heard one star in the United States that But you haven't that. tried. Maybe you could try Ooh, that. Could I pull that off? I mean, I mean, the kid was some kind of personality when I was younger, but I'd, I don't have the energy to pull that off. I mean, I, I really don't. How do you don't. know it would be that hard? I, uh, well, I, I, I mean, it's, a, it's enough at home. Because now you've got a third person helping to do some of the work. Oh, where like, hey, if two, oh, I didn't think about that part of it. But I, I would think that they would all want to, I mean, I mean I'm the kid. They'd want to be with me. I mean, they don't want to say, hey, I'm here. That's just, not taking up much of your you time. Know, no, but I, I'd just be tired at this point. I mean, but, Ronaldinho does a lot of running. You know, soccer's Well, a lot but then of maybe you wouldn't be as tired. If you had, had done all the running and prep work that Ronaldinho has done. <laughs> And what if he only has one hat? Who gets to wear it? <laughs> they fair, alternate. They alternate days. That's a Someone gets fair it Sunday, point. Tuesday, Thursday, every other Saturday. The other one gets it Monday, Wednesday, Friday. But, I, I mean, there's of all the stars, there are, I know, many relationships with athletes where the relationship, the wife says, okay, just don't. I, I understand you're a player and all these different things, and, and just don't bring it back home. And, okay. And there's other relationships that are awesome, that are you're the only one for me and I'm going on the road playing, playing ball and I'm coming back. I, there's all of those relationships. There's men with girls in every port, all of these things. There's not one who's living with two women that this is okay. Like this is, yeah, the three well, of us are all but, together. But only that it hasn't been publicized. There, might be, a whole, there might be a whole other magazine we don't know about. 
Maybe a whole TV network. Wait a minute, Frostburg's Frostburg's uh, committing slander. Wait, what? what no, there's no slander. Remember that story, Usain Bolt? Usain Bolt was doing it. I believe so. <laughs> <laughs> he was definitely doing it. Yes. Hey, do you have a list of people you think might be on steroids? Go ahead. Go ahead. Just lift the list of right there. Uh, Tom Looney. <laughs> Whoa! A legend. That's Whoa. a sizzling hot take. Wow, you get arrested for that. <laughs> Just <got laughs> no, arrested. So now I have to do the search on Usain Bolt. Arrested. You got to look for Usain. I don't think, well, listen, if you if they ever got mad at him, he could just run away very easily. That's true. And they're never going to catch him. But, I, I mean, this is, I mean, I see the picture of Ronaldinho with these two women. It's like, oh, my God, really? That happens? He originally dated Priscilla Coelho. And then met Beatrice Souza in 2016. And they decided, you know what? Here's a deal. We're all going to live together. All right. You know what? Good on them. I, I, really, I don't judge. You find love? No. I mean, that's if it, hey, whatever works for you. Gotcha. But I, I mean, come on. Can you imagine being in that kind of relationship? Being young, in that kind of shape, that kind of star, no kids, being able to live that lifestyle? Mm-hmm. How do you? How, what I want to know is what, what do you do when you know when you go beyond the glory? What happens when you stop playing soccer and suddenly, yeah, yeah, we're not all going to live together. It's different. How, how do you deal with the rest of your life then? What you used to do? Played soccer, lived with two women, same time, it was great. Really? What do you do now? Try doesn't, to get back to that somehow. Doesn't, doesn't mean your swagger's gone. It's tough to. Have, no, I mean you you live the you, you because gotta, if you because if you're telling me they're only there because he's Ronaldinho, world class athlete. Then there's a whole other problem at the foundation of these things. If he was and I like, just hope for the best for these If kids. he was Ronald Ono, who was a bank manager, I don't think he's living with two women though. Yeah, but he might. I don't maybe maybe he's got the maybe he's so. got game. <laughs> maybe he can spit some mad game. Yeah. And he says, Here's what I'm envisioning. Hey, uh, my girlfriend. And he doesn't get slapped. We're both moving in with that bank manager. It's awesome. Yeah, he works nine to five and then works five to nine. Know what I'm saying? Why has it got to be about the job and what he what he brings home? I'm just saying. They're Ronald, mocking the guy. Who's, okay, a, a regular person like you and me is not pulling this off. But maybe you have some swagger. Maybe no. you go to the club and, no. and the kid reemerges. <laughs> maybe you're wearing a jaunty hat. Hey, maybe you're able to do your freestyling to scenes at a, an Italian restaurant. Hey, People I, like it. I can freestyle to a lot of songs. I'm pretty funny. I know sports. What two hot women want to come live with me and we're all going to have sex together? Just line up here and I'll pick. I mean, really, that's going to happen? Depending on where you go, it probably could. <laughs> Coming up in a minute. Well, I mean, maybe this is legal in Vegas. Uh, Fired in there. <laughs> Again, we didn't have to go down the marriage route. <laughs> the Oasis. The route? We got to go to the route? It took like 15 minutes for that TV to reboot. <laughs> we're going to take that route to get that reboot. I'll see you in hell. <laughs> Did I Vegas. stutter? <laughs> Vegas in a minute, but right now, Tom Looney, save us with what's trending. Uh, sure. Uh, uh, newsflash. That LeBron James is pretty good. Three on the way. Oh, 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 he did it again. LeBron James, who has played all 
but 57 seconds of the game now has 44 points, 11 rebounds, 9 assists. John Michael with a play-by-play there from WMMS Cleveland. LeBron James, oh, nothing, 46 points. Cleveland gave Boston some cavalier attitude, 109-99. is the best two words in sports. And for us to be on the road in another high-side environment where we've had no success up to this point, um, you know, we should roll this opportunity and, uh, you know, have fun with it. Game seven is Sunday night in Boston. Cavs star Kevin Love bumped his head earlier in the first quarter, left the game. Never saw him after that. There are reports he had a concussion. Back in my day when you had a concussion, they just gave you some smelling salts and they shoved you back out there. The good old days. Three late-night bedwetting liberal left-coast baseball games have gone final. Seattle marinated Minnesota 2-1. to one. Arizona ice teed Oakland 7-1. to one. Dodgers have won 7-8. of eight. L.A. jacked up San Diego 4-1. to one. If you need more baseball scores, you can check out foxsports.com. And we now forge forth into the night with nattering nabobs of NBA nuggets with your host, Jason Smith, and Mike Reboot Harmon on Fox Sports Radio. <laughs> Thank you, Mr. Lou. Sure. Uh, awaiting Todd Furman. Hopefully he can join us uh, sometime in the next few minutes here. It's all the big news from Vegas. If not... You got straight out of Vegas with R.J. Bell coming up in about 25 minutes. That is absolutely right. You will have your Vegas desires met. Sure. Rebooted. (laughs) Coming up in 25 minutes. Uh, Celtics, an early two-point favorite for Game 7 at home. As we reboot the series for one more ride. This is the only way that the Cavaliers win Game 7. This is the only way. It's not about LeBron. It's not about anything. Because I can look. I've told you everything so far. How this series has gone. You've done pretty you, well in this. I series. told you before the series it was going to be Celtics in seven. I told you the home team was going to win every game. The Celtics are big at home. The first two games they win. The Cavaliers don't show up because the other Cavs don't play well away from home. When it was two nothing, and I was talking about my Celtics, my Your Celtics, Celtics, because I picked them in That's seven. Right. Your Celtics. Say that again. The series is going to go back to Boston tied to a piece. Why? Because the Celtics can't play away from home. Brad Stevens is not a genius away from home. The Celtics support players will play better. That's exactly what happened. Oh, now the Cavaliers have the momentum. They're going to win. No, the Celtics, this is not a big moment of being tested. They will play better in game five, and they will win going away, and they did. Now LeBron's backs to the wall. Last game in Cleveland. No, no, because the Celtics have to go back on the road and they lose, and they're non-competitive in Game 6, and they lose by 10, a game the Cavaliers led by 10 throughout the entire way. The Celtics win on Sunday because they play better at home. But here's how it's going to play out. Here's LeBron's only path to victory. He'll have one of those LeBron games like he had tonight, 45 points, 12 rebounds, 10 assists. He will have that kind of game. He's not going to get anything from anybody else. He's not going to get Kyle Korver. Kevin Love is up in the air with his uh, going through concussion protocol as he got hurt tonight. They're going to see if he can even play on Sunday. Notice how this is like story like number 47 in levels of importance with the Cavaliers and the Celtics. Kevin Love's concussion like all the way down at the bottom. Chris Paul's injuries at the top of everything else we're going to talk about, but Kevin Love all the way down at the bottom because it doesn't matter because anybody can show up to help LeBron James. They'll take help from anybody. But the only way to win, it's not about LeBron. It's about the Celtics, and I've, I've said this from the beginning. They're a great team, and Brad Stevens is a great coach. They're all very young. 
And it's one thing to say, yes, we were here last year in the Eastern Conference Finals and it didn't work out for us. It's one thing to win your first-round series. It's one thing to beat the Sixers, who is everybody's favorite team. It's one thing to move on. But when you have to play a one-game to the NBA Finals or go home against LeBron James, doesn't matter if it's at home or on the road, you think about it. You get tight and there's pressure. Are you going to be jittery? Are you going to miss a lot of easy shots? Are you going to pass up easy shots because of the pressure of the moment? That's LeBron James's only path to victory. And if I was LeBron after tonight, I'd be hammering home every five minutes with how comfortable we are in Game 7s, how well we're going to play. We're all used. We've won big Game 7s before. We've done it. I don't know that the Celtics have. Let's get them thinking about it. Let's get stories tomorrow where the Celtics are saying, we don't care about Game 7. We're ready for the challenge. Embrace it. That's the only way that the Cavaliers are going to win. LeBron comes out like gangbusters, and the Celtics play poorly enough that they can escape with an 83-79, 85-83-type win on Sunday and win. That's the Cavaliers' path to victory. See if you can't inspire a little bit of that puckering that we saw with Toronto where Game 3, you had the problems with DeRozan. By the end of Game 3, Coach Casey had put up the white flag. Game 4, they didn't show up. Well, we know Boston will give it their best effort, and we know at home they'll fight, literally. Uh, and figuratively through everything and give you uh, tough-nosed defense and make you work. So now it's imperative on the rest of the Cavaliers. Tonight you got the big game from Hill. You saw some great contribution from Nance. Can you find a way to, to on its basis terms, trick them that they're actually playing in Cleveland so they show up with some intensity? Or does just holding up a number seven seemingly get it done? Because over the course of this series – you haven't had that sense of urgency. There hasn't been the 48 minutes of hell, you know, stealing from Nolan Richardson and mm-hmm. trying to expand that a little bit, that you're going to get that level of intensity. Hell, you didn't even get that from LeBron in every game. But certainly tonight, he comes out with the huge effort. You get the secondary players, even after Kevin Love goes down, that come up with big performances. Jordan Clarkson playing some solid minutes. For the first time in a while, you got nothing offensively from J.R. Smith, so we'll keep tabs on his health as well as he uh, limped away from the arena tonight. But for LeBron James and company, you know he's going to get his 40, averaging about 35 points per game in Game 7s in his career. Now it's it's a question, can you get the spot-up shooters? Do you have a neutralization of Corver to where he's not hitting big shots? But for defensive intensity... Can can you muddy it up and take Boston's best punch? And we saw a little bit of it at times today as Boston tried to claw their way back in. It never got better than seven or eight down the stretch. But you, you look at the, the way Cleveland's played. It's either been style points, but they haven't had to, to grind one out. And I'm really hoping that the referees continue to swallow the whistles and we get to watch them come to blows for 48 it's going to be an ugly game Sunday. It's not going to be fun. It's not going to be, boy, 110, 108. It's, a, it's going to be one of those knockdown, drag out, possession, possession, possession. That's how it's going to go. I can see where the Celtics might be able to come out like gangbusters and, and hit a bunch of shots early and, and they roll away. But even but look, it's look at today. It's going to be ugly. It's going to be close. But even tonight's game, Jalen Brown has the huge first quarter with 15 points. They had a five point lead. Mm-hmm. After a quarter, as brilliant as he was and as sloppy and, and miserable as the, the Cavaliers look for a good chunk of that first quarter, 
it was still only a five-point game. So you knew they, they had them in their sights and were able to track them down very easily in the second quarter with all those secondary players coming up big as LeBron James was easy to, to give them the name checks to win me a dollar off of you. Eight seven seven ninety nine on Fox Twitter at How About a Fresca Mike at Swollen Reboot, the Fox Sports Radio Studios. Jason and Mike coming up next: the play of the night and a spoiler-free review of Solo. You got to hear both of these things next on Fox. Oh, oh, oh! You did it, Fox Sports Radio, the Jason Smith Show with my best friend Mike Harmon. Very sexual, strong Twitter game. It's a good tagline. Before no question. We, before about we it. get to play of the night, I hear there's a triple play of the night. Triple play. Not a triple play. A triple play of the night, TJ. You and I both saw solo today. Yes, no we worries, did. No spoilers. Yep. No spoilers. It's not going to change your life. No. It's not Rogue One. But that didn't change my life either. It was but that's fine. a lot of fun. It was a lot of fun. And the one big question I had going, again, no spoilers, don't worry. The one big question I had going is what I've said many times to you, and that's, boy, can this Alden Ehrenreich, can he really be Han Solo? Because, you know, Harrison Ford's Han Solo. That's 40 years. really hard. And when the first one. No, 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 that's not a spoiler. When the trailer. I mean, the, 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 actor, Ford, the actor had been. We know. He's been, we knew he was playing yeah. Solo. I didn't know. Oh, wow. Well, yeah, but Jason's going to spoil it at some point. I'm not going to spoil it. And. When the first trailers came out, I said, boy, I don't know. Is he really going to pull off Han Solo? That's a very big deal. And then the next trailers came out. It was more of an ensemble movie. And here's Amelia Clark and Game of Thrones and Woody Harrelson. I'm like, boy, I don't know. I don't know the guy's going to be any good. In the first minute, you buy in that he is Han Solo. His first line of the movie, I bought that he was Han Solo. I said, oh, he's Han Solo. And then I never thought for a second anything else. Never had to watch it go, yeah, I'm not really, I'm just watching a guy pretend to be Han Solo. No, he was very, very, pulled off Han Solo. He was really good. Well, he screamed, I'm the dude. Yes. And it was off and pacing from there. Stay out of Malibu, Lebowski. It was really, I I thought it was well done. It was a nice beginning of summer movie, uh, nice and easy flow to it. Uh, Some of the motivations of characters, you're always wondering how they're going to play that out. Uh, Donald Glover, that's the one thing you, you say you want more Donald Glover because everybody wants a little more childish Gambino uh, in their life. But uh, it was fun. Good popcorn movie, a lot of Chewbacca and, and, and new toys to go by. Time now for the play of the night. No, I, I know, Chew. I know what happened in the Mets game. Uh, time now for our play of the night brought to you by, I know, Chewy, I know. What do you want me to say? Yes, I was surprised, too, that he couldn't throw a strike. Yeah, the Mets suck. We had That's nobody else to bring in. To. We had nobody else to bring in, Chewy. No, he's still hurt. I we look, listen, can we do the play of the night? Thank you. Play of the night brought to you by Geico, where fifteen minutes can save you fifteen percent or more in car insurance. More info. Visit Geico.com. That is great news, great news. Well, when you score forty six points, pull off a near triple double, and then get asked a very Nice question by a member of the media. Well, LeBron James, you and the question you got from that Brazilian reporter get to be the first play of the night. LeBron, you've been a clutch player basically your whole career. Um, How do you feel you've evolved in the last few years 
in clutch situations? Because it seems like, uh, especially the last few years, when the going gets tough, I mean, you're always hitting. What's your name? Paulo from ESPN Brazil. I appreciate you saying I've been clutch my whole career. I've, it's not many like you, I tell you. <laughs> well, there's not many like you. Either you're being very kind because it's National Wine Day to me, or you know I love Brazil, well, the, or I don't know what it is right now. But the last few years, I okay. mean, yeah. <laughs> All right, so here's LeBron. we went career last yeah. few years yeah, back yeah, to yeah, career. Yeah, yeah, no, my career. Go back. Don't say last few years. My whole career, I've been great. Make sure, and I want to make sure by saying that everybody knows that you should be calling me clutch more. I figured he was going to start wagging his finger, Rafael Palmero style, and you and you in the back, Rhoda, Rhoda in the back, and Just, and all of that. It was going to go sideways. Does ESPN Brazil really need to send a reporter to to Cleveland? No, I mean we can't. Can't they just get the sound that ESPN gets? Seems like really? they have enough. They spend money to send ESPN. I don't think he's really Brazil? from ESPN Brazil. He said he was. I think he's a liar. Wow. I, I think he's making that up. Hot take. <laughs> Just figure that way, you know, it could go back on them. The they other, could get some positivity. The other play of the night tonight comes to us courtesy of the man on my left. We were talking about movie reboots, except Mike Harmon said something else. It took like 15 minutes for that TV to reboot. <laughs> reboot. 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 We were out and reboot. Out and reboot. <laughs> I don't reboot. know. With a reboot. What's this whole thing Reboot. <laughs> It took like 15 minutes for that TV to reboot. Well, that was when LeBron James got hurt. Suddenly, our monitor went dead. It's a reboot. It, it, almost as if they didn't want us to see the chaos that ensued. It's like, what the reboot. hell happened to him? And then we had to look for other TVs to make sure that the game was continuing. Uh, I got to go grab my reboots and put them on so I can walk out in the rain. Reboot. Yeah. Uh, and I'm being told. It's really one of my proudest moments, by the way. We also have a third play of the night that I'm being told. What else did I say? I, I don't know. Let's hear it. I had ahead. a lot of gems. Oh, Into no. the stretch. Oh. Here's Ramos. Whoa, ball four. That's the way to walk it off. Travis Shaw never had to swing the bat. Ramos did the work for him. And that's a real walk off. <laughs> An actual walk-off. You wish he could have rebooted. You know, Frostburg says, oh, it's a surprise. He got something. And as soon as I heard the crowd, I go, oh, this is Ramos walking in the game winner. It's run. okay. That's how it goes. It's not your fault. Ugh. For Mike, I'm Jason. Mike's on Twitter at Swollen Reboot Dome. I'm at How About a Fresca coming up next straight out of Vegas, Fox. Need a reboot. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. 
I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying... A, a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love, love at, at First, first Listen. Listen. This season, we're falling in love with podcasting all over again. With new segments, correspondence, and a new sound. Listen to Locatora Radio as part of the Michael Dura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith, host of the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and I answer your phone calls and respond to your tweets. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions and straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. All that and more. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Do you love Selena? Like, really love? Whether you saw her live, saw the movie as a kid, or saw her looks all over TikTok, there's no shortage of reasons to stan the Queen of Tejano. And Stan, we do over three whole episodes of our podcast, Becoming an Icon. We're reminiscing as lifelong Selena fans, sharing hot takes and telling her story. Listen to Becoming an Icon on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search Becoming an Icon.